0: gentlemen welcome back to the mental mastery alliance podcast today is another wonderful special day it also happens to be easter sunday jesus has risen and we're all better for it uh i have with me today a fantastic guest he's been on the show every time he comes on the show we forget how many times he's been here but he's been here enough he's going to be here plenty times more Uh, so it is going to be a lot of fun and for those of you who love When we go on deep dives and all that sort of stuff, that's what today is all about. Today is all about getting uh, updates on yes, the Mandela effect, and updates on what's going on in the world, and updates on who and where can travel and do what. We're going to talk about a lot of it. It's going to be it's going to be a good one. Um, I am going to use this moment right now to remind you guys that you can call in, leave your message, and be on the show. We will address these things, obviously not this show because it's live, but or anything in the past that we've talked about or in the future that you want to hear about, give us a call. 647-338-1265. Uh, leave your voicemail, and if it's not completely obscene, we will address it. You will be on air, and we will go over that. Now, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, please allow me to introduce back to the show, Brian Staveley. Welcome back, brother.
1: Thank you. Good to be back. I think this is the fourth time. It might even be the fifth. I don't know.
2: Yeah,
0: At That was the hesitation for me. I'm pretty sure it's the fourth time as well. Yeah. Um, it, it Every time we come on and, you know, we do a, a brief intro of what the Mandela is and all that sort of stuff. And um, it, you know, obviously too, right now we are, uh, we will be simulcasting this. So this will be up on the podcast channel and it will be up on your channels as well. Um, yes. So we can, we can easily dual host this show. <laughs> You know, it's definitely not in, uh, you know, interview format. And honestly, I got to say what I love, what I love about when we do this is I get to see the people's reaction on your channel. And it's funny because if I say something that some people don't agree with, they just want to rip me apart and they're not even shy yeah. about it, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like why I get such a kick out of that is if you've got something to say, and if you want to be an internet troll, or if you want to be a piece of shit, or if you want to be somebody who's actually got a point to make, Get out there and make your point. But to do nothing and then to attempt to create a coup or ride a coattail of somebody who's speaking, who's putting themselves out there, you know, it is entertaining. And again, at the end of the day, my show is a motivational show. We teach you to think freely. We don't teach you. We just we we implore that you have a multitude of ways to think about any one subject. Um, so yeah, if you want to rip us apart, I'm looking forward to you know, to the trolls, you guys are going to be in the channels. You guys are going to be in the chats. I don't know what, you know, I don't, I don't know what prom- prompts people to be a troll. Um, but I guess, you know, here's a fun thing too. And you would have come across this a lot. I assume, um, the trolls aren't what they used to be. The trolls used to be people that were just dicks. I mean, I used to be a troll. I remember back in the day, um, that was a humor. That was a thing. I'm finding now more and more, especially on my channels or on my public pieces, these are not people. These are bots. Are you seeing this as well? Are you robots talking like real people?
1: There's a lot of that. There's a lot of that. They fill up the social media sites. Facebook, that site next door that a lot of people use. There's a lot of bots just filling the comments with propaganda.
0: Hmm. And it's funny because if you try to bring it up or if you try to say something about it, you know, or you, or you engage them. And and the funny thing is you can trap these bots when I've, I've spotted them at first. I'm like, Oh, you fooled me once. <laughs> Not again. Right. And it, it was real prevalent with the whole Donald Trump thing. Um, it's funny to see these guys and you can point them out and you can call them out and they, they, they never deny it. They, they're like, I'm, I'm a real person. I'm a real people, you know, you uh, show me, show me your identification, but you can't say that now. Cause that's racist. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Georgia. I get mean, that, to That's, Georgia voter ID the, the MLB pulled out of of, of Georgia uh, because of the voter fraud and to those of you that don't know what the 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 ask was of of the voters in Georgia it was just that you had photo ID that's all it was mm-hmm. do you have fo- you have to have photo ID to vote <laughs> and the whole world <laughs> lost their fucking <laughs> Right. So, I mean, That's PayPal true. even, I mean, I'm not going to talk bad about PayPal because, you know, they, you know, I get a lot of money works so, through PayPal.
1: These people, these people will be up in arms if you ask for a photo ID to vote. But then on the other hand, they're all about vaccine passports and everything else. They're all in. They it's think the same vote. people. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah they, Because okay. I, I, I I was just watching that as well. You know, they're they, the 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 MLB has pulled out of the pulled the All-Star game out of Georgia. Um because of the voter, because you have to have photo ID to vote, but you have to have photo ID and vaccination ID to get into the park. Mm-hmm. So that's the, if we're not putting this together, like this, it, it, at this point it's just entertaining. At this point, it's just like, what in the absolute fuck? And here's the funny thing, too, that so many of these Karen's aren't, you know, really paying attention to. You could say something like, Is Uncle Ben's racist? is Aunt Jemima a racist box? And they'll say, yes. Good thing you pulled it off. Good thing it's gone. I said, is KFC, is the colonel racist? No. (laughs) So basically they're saying pull off anyone of, of, of color, right? What's really happening is there is a group of white men out there saying these things are racist. They must go. They're wiping out anything that isn't white. All the, other, all the other white uh, people are still up there on their boxes and that sort of stuff. So when we say things like, when they say things as well with regards to the, the Georgia voter thing, you have to have identification. They're saying it makes it harder for, quote unquote, impoverished people to get identification. I watched this clip the other day where the guy's like, they're saying that black people can't get IDs. And then they, he went on to college and asked a bunch of white people what that was all about. And they're like, well, some black people don't know how to use the internet. <laughs> Oh my god. (laughs) And this this plays out. And and then he goes into Harlem or whatever and he and he says, you know, are do you have ID? Do you know anyone that doesn't have ID? Do you know where the DMV is? (laughs) They're like, Yeah, it's is this a joke? Are you fucking with me? And it it just makes me laugh because it's like all these people that are quote unquote trying to be anti-racist or whatever, they're creating the new segregation. And 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 they're mad at me for pointing it out. Right? That's the yeah. thing. I also said to you last time you were on the show I said, well, the podcast are the last bastion of, of 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 places to not get censored. Since you were last <laughs> yeah, here, pretty... I've yeah. had numerous shows from this podcast pulled off the they've just wiped them right out. So, I'm on this is episode 138, but showing is like uh, uh, episode 120 or 130 or something like that. They've pulled a substantial amount of my episodes. Uh and they oh, also wow. wiped out wow an entire other podcast, my secondary podcast. So, uh, so, 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 watch what you say, damn dammit.
1: <laughs> uh, well, I know that game all too well. You know, I've, I, when I, uh, you know, after I got the two strikes on my main YouTube channel again, a few months back, I, I didn't do anything off it. And I said, when they wear off, I'm just going to make everything public. Fuck it. And uh, if they take the channel, they take the channel. Well, they put me back to two strikes. They didn't take the channel, but what they did is in the matter of two days of me doing that, uh, they removed like 50 to 60 videos of mine, 50 to 60. I was getting an email every five minutes saying, uh, this, you know, violates our guidelines, but we, we know you just got a second strike. We really want you to stay on YouTube, but we're going to take this video down and give you a warning. And they just did that over and over and just kept deleting stuff and they leave you dangling there with two strikes. So you stay on their platform and self censor yourself. That's what they want you to do. That's my opinion.
0: That's a really good opinion. And the funny thing is, your stuff could be viewed as controversial, but it could also be viewed as campy. I mean, there's not really a lot of aggression in your um in it. Well, I mean, yes, there's aggression in in certain things aspects, but I mean, for for your primary your primary focus is Mandela. The Mandela effect. So you're talking to people about stuff that could literally be deemed crazy. Oh, this dude's batshit crazy. Like, mm-hmm. why not just let a batshit crazy guy say whatever the fuck he wants? You know, why can't yeah. why can't Brian just stand on the corner with a fucking sandwich board, ringing a bell? You know, the end is nigh. Uh, yeah. Why can't that be a thing? The, the The irony of the censorship, the irony of the censorship. Why why are we being censored? Why is this? Why is it happening? This narrative is so is so all encompassing because I mean. We, you and I were just talking about Matt uh, ODD TV, Matt, uh, Matt Porcella. I went looking for him again. Cause after I talked to him, I'm like, fuck, I got to get him back on the show. So I went, I went to find him on Instagram. They pulled him. They mm-hmm. pulled him. He had a longer run than most, but flat earth, whether you want to believe it or not, you know, flat earth is a gateway to other possibilities and other realms. Flat earth is the first thing that makes you say, maybe we're not on a space ball. Maybe they yeah. lied to us about that. So wherever you want to go from flat earth. Sure. It's definitely a gateway opinion, (laughs) but it's gone. It's gone. You were taught to mock flat earth. You either believe it's a globe or you mock flat earth. I don't care what you believe, but for how does society, how does society decide that I'm right? You're wrong. Not only are you wrong, you're fucking crazy. Having All they
1: do is appeal things. to authority. They don't think about anything. They just say, oh, people smarter than us figured it out. That's what they all do. And they have this trust in anybody that supposedly has a certain degree, certain letters after that name, or has a shiny suit and is on TV. Yeah. They won't think about anything. You can't get them to think about anything now at all. Like, you can't get people to have any critical thought, you know? Like, I don't know exactly what this place is, but it's so painfully obvious. It's nothing what, like NASA presents. The Earth doesn't spin. We're not flying around the galaxy, you know? What are the exact dimensions of this place at uh, past spots we can't explore? I don't know. But you can go and see that there's no curve. If you live on a ball, there has to be a curve. Mm-hmm. Every profession in the world makes no type of adjustment that would deal with living on a spin in space globe. Nothing, including pilots, which, you know, come on. Uh, how, how do they manage to fucking land their planes then? I mean, give me a break. They don't take into account. It just works. It just works. You know, the plane just curves around the ball and it's spinning. And, you know, we just land north-south runways while the Earth's coming sideways at us at up to a thousand miles an hour. No problem. No adjustments. <laughs> the it's Earth is coming at us Dude. as we're coming <laughs> at it. Uh, I yeah, a- and, and really, if you look at NASA, I mean, I mean, it's just complete fakery. Does that mean the Earth's flat because NASA's fake? No, but it means you, you shouldn't trust anything they present to you, including the images of where you live. <laughs> yeah. And
0: they say the same thing. I mean, there's all these people that are like, if one person dies of COVID, you know, we're it's worth it to shut down the entire economy or what have you, right? But that you know, that same breath. Well, what about the people dying from the vaccine? Oh well, you know, you got to crack a few eggs, you know. Yep. So it, in every form of every facet of everything, there's this walking contradiction. And the funny thing is, when you and like I said, when you go up against these bots or you go up against these people, and I'm I'm finding more and more that it, you really are like, I, I used to, I remember, I remember when I would share my opinions in the past and I felt like I was being attacked. Now, if you attack me, or even if you smear my name in any way, shape or form, you don't like what I said. So you accuse me of something else like that used to bother me. But now I'm like, you're just speaking of yourself. You know, I yeah. am, I am as crazy yes. as I want to be. And I am as thought provoking as I want to be. And it's not up to me to allow you or, or to change you. Th- there was another one that, that really got me. It said, why is my fear of the vaccine not valid? This was a meme. Your fear of COVID is 100% valid. And the government says my fear of the vaccine isn't allowed to be valid. I'm not allowed yeah. to be afraid of you sticking something in my arm. <laughs> I don't get that. I don't, I don't get why that's why it's so difficult for me to have a logical second opinion.
1: Because the people we're talking about, they don't have any logic. They don't have any critical thought. And the more time that goes by since COVID started, the more and more they, they, they literally are becoming complete NPCs. Like there's always that discussion. Are there NPCs? Are they not? Are people just really asleep? Mm -hmm. Dude, these people are just running a script right now. They're just robots. Like you already know what they're going to say before they say it. Mm -hmm. Um, and if you pay attention to what's going on outside, I know you, you see it, but I mean, if like you pay attention to their actions. They, they don't pay attention. Like, they're losing their senses, you know? The, they're about to start wandering out into traffic and just getting hit by cars is, like, what I'm saying. They just walk with their heads down. Uh, they drive terrible. They, they have a lack of oxygen. So, I mean, it's understandable why they're losing their fucking senses, right? I mean, it's disgusting, dude. It's disgusting. It's not going away, man. I you know, it's, it's been over a year, dude. It's been over a year. it's the, it, Even the places where they, uh like... So, it's weird, like because I just got back from California. You know how crazy it is out there. Mm -hmm. I'm back in North Carolina now, and we're right on the South Carolina line. And when we go over into some of the cities in South Carolina, the stores, they don't push it. They still have their signs up. Nobody says anything to me out here. But that being the case, there's still so many normies around me. They're all wearing their masks to go into stores that aren't even enforcing it anymore. And the governor already publicly lifted the mandate like a month ago in South Carolina, And these people are still wearing their masks and nobody's telling them to.
0: Hmm. What's your take on on Texas going wide open? Texas and Florida just going completely wide open.
1: Well, my take is that's how
0: it should have always been. It's great. If If you look past that, though, I mean, have you I mean, I'm just looking at why would, quote unquote, the powers that be push this mask mandate narrative and then the people in town
1: because they're probably gonna they're probably gonna build up one of those two governors as like the next trump you know come next election the next so-called guy for the people and against the establishment that's probably what they're doing building up somebody's fake candidacy you know
0: oh creating more division that's kind of how i was perceiving it um also for the next uh Wait a minute. Which one? I always get for. I always forget. Goddamn it! Because that's a little. I care about the American politics, other than it's yeah, a. I it's a great call, TV you know show. That. Republican <laughs> D- Democrat. What is, what, what's Biden? He's a Democrat, right? So, the next, yeah. the next Democratic presidential candidate slash nominee, uh, is that Budajeg, jegg guy. I don't think they've announced it yet, but that's as far as the conspiracies go. That's he's the guy that they're going to push.
1: I don't even know who that is.
0: Yeah, well, you'll see him in the coming in the coming races. <laughs> what, what? are they gonna? I I before okay. So we're on this topic now, and I I can't put like you know honestly the, what gets me in trouble is the fact that I put these things in the title. So the title of this is just gonna be hey you know another conversation with a wonderful individual if you know you know. Um, because I don't even think that the bots are scanning the actual audio. I think that they're just scanning the titles and pulling me off. I mean, the one that got yeah, me. Yeah. I think the one that got me completely banned was when I went balls in on. Uh, Adrena Chrome and tom hanks and ellen degeneres and
1: all that <laughs> oh yeah they don't like they don't like that
0: no they do not so i think that's the one that got us next on the uh, on on the other podcast yeah. but, but we're coming back we're coming back and we're but gonna have. Tom,
1: listen listen tom hanks isn't involved in any conspiracy just ask his son chet he'll tell you
0: yeah and, <laughs> and ignore all the tattoos right yeah <laughs> doesn't he have the all-seeing eye like right on his chest isn't that his thing
1: he does, and did you see? He came out in defense of his father again, like a couple of weeks ago. I did a short video on it. He came out in defense of his father, uh, it, it, on with Logan Paul, who's a known internet troll, right? So it was them two out there clowning around, a few other guys. He comes out with the whole purpose is to debunk Tom Hanks' conspiracy theories, and one of the first things out of his mouth is, uh, <laughs> "Life is like a box of chocolates," as they're doing. They're, they're reciting Tom Hanks movie quotes, and they recite a quote that never existed now because of the Mandela Effect. Mm. <laughs> Uh, Yeah.
0: I I didn't catch the I didn't catch the uh, um I didn't catch him talking about that. Uh, but I know that it happened. And then I saw Tom Hanks like there was a clip of him and then Tom Hanks. Like Tom Hanks is anti-adrenochrome now, so he's 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 weird looking. He doesn't have the adrenochrome. I don't know. I can't even say that. I'm not allowed to say that. I'm gonna change the let me change the pitch and tonality of that. Ner. Tom Hanks doesn't have his go-go juice. Um yeah, it's so weird. But so okay. So what I just did there was was exactly what you mentioned, you alluded to earlier, the self censoring. And I'm not allowed to yeah. say these things now, right? Because I'm like, oh, what yeah. if I get fucking canned? Now? <laughs> the new swear words yeah, are anachrome. Yeah, I, I,
1: I can't, I can't do it. A lot of people do it. I just say whatever the fuck comes out my mouth. And if they take my channels, I just and it's a lot of work. I keep bouncing around. You see, I'm on different platforms and back and forth on different YouTube channels. And uh yeah, that's what they want you to do. That's why. That's what I've been trying to tell people. So what they did is, I've been telling people this for a long time. That's why I I did my shows never on YouTube until like, what, two and a half, three years ago. Uh, What they did is they made Facebook and YouTube so user-friendly and so ego-driven with the hearts and the likes and all that shit, you know? Um, So what they did is they got everybody so used to it now, you know, cause you've been doing research for a long time, obviously you're a smart guy. People used to actually go to forums and websites and other places to do research. You try and get somebody to leave Facebook besides to go to a YouTube video now, good luck. So they know that and all they've done is now they're pulling the rug out on everybody. But what they're doing is they're dangling everybody around. Nobody wants to leave because you have 5,000 subs, 10,000 subs, 50,000 subs, whatever it is that people leave. And I get it. I have a thousand videos I put up there. They took 200 of them down, but I put a thousand videos work in there. My videos are long. So people don't want to leave. So what they do is they try to play by YouTube's game and it's a lot of self-censoring and that's what they want you to do. They want to dangle you around two strikes, not really take you out and keep you dedicated to their platform. But I'm past that. I've been doing, I did exclusive streams on DLive for like three months. Then I did exclusive streams on Twitch for like three months to build everything up. Now, if they take me down on YouTube, I have other places I can go. So
0: I got to look into this DLive business because my website allows for hosting. And I wouldn't mind, I wouldn't mind putting the videos up on that. But I know that I can't go on YouTube. I mean, I've been banned off every platform. So
1: yeah, well, you don't want to host on DLive because they only save your videos for three days. It's only good for live streaming. It's not for, oh. not for hosting.
0: So where do you host your videos now?
1: Odyssey. I put them on Odyssey now, which is, you know, what library is. Odyssey is the same thing. It's the desktop version. Um, It works really well. I can walk you through it after the show if you want. It works very similar to YouTube for anybody that goes to it. And they can even search your videos with a search bar. Uh Easy to download. Right-click and save as video for anybody that goes there. And you actually earn library credits by them being viewed. So I had, I, I took, I didn't know that I was earning credits I had videos sitting there for a while. Very few views, like 10 views, right? 15 views, but I had like hundreds of videos. I had like $400 in credits there and I transferred it over and I bought some Bitcoin with it and sat on it. Well, that's (laughs) fancy. Yeah.
0: Good way to make money off your views.
1: So this thing, and so with that, I can just- First time I ever ever bought any uh, crypto or anything because it was like free money. I'm like, all right, you know, I'll take that and I'll buy it and it doubled. I bought it when Bitcoin was 32. I put four hundred and forty bucks in. It's almost a thousand bucks now. You know. Yeah.
0: No, it's great. Yeah, Bitcoin's been insane. You should transfer that straight into Link right now. You'll go up a lot faster than Bitcoin. Nice. Uh, That's a whole other conversation. Now you and I are we're twenty one minutes and twelve seconds into the show since I hit the record button, which I find interesting. We haven't even talked about Mandela. And I, my audience, bro, my audience, fucking loves you. They, these guys. Yeah. These guys, you know, I get, I get a lot of emails. I get a lot of questions and you can see the, you know, the, you can see the downloads on these episodes. You come up a lot and the, uh, the Tartarian episode I did comes up a lot. And that's, that's a lot of fun too. Tartarian giants, uh, mud floods and all that sort of stuff. Star forts. I love that. But it's all part and parcel with the same thing. We live in a world that's ever changing. We live in a world that is not solid or, or, or anything that we think it is. We live in a world that can be changed at the drop of a hat in the matrix. They referred to it as deja vu. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is the Mandela effect. And the Mandela effect, ironically, is uh, not the first, but it's the one that they named it after. It is a beautiful effect where what you believe and what is current reality do not line up. And there are many different reasons for it. There are many different ways to uh, dismiss it if you want. Uh, but there are also a lot of truths to it. And there are a lot of secrets revealed i think through it um that leonard skinnerd one still hurts my
1: soul What <laughs> with, the, with the all the wise all the wise yeah 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 <laughs> I'm just were you like a big fan, fan of that before or is it just an eyesore for you uh
0: i was a i was a i was i'm a fan of leonard skinnerd um yeah and i can't i look at that and i can't see I, it, when you see eyesore I, I, i'm gonna say yes that to me is that's not Leonard Skinner. Like, what is that? What am I looking at?
1: Why, why don't you Why don't you explain to people the change so people that are listening know what you're talking about?
0: So Leonard Skinner used to be L Y N A R D S K Y N A R D Leonard Skinner, and then the Mandela Effect changed it. Now I know that there's going to be some troll that says, "Well, you only you only see it that way because you put it in my head that way." Blah blah blah. So I didn't do a proper lead in to these bad boys, but now, ladies and gentlemen, you're going to have your minds blown if you don't know this. And you go looking up the Leonard Skynyrd and anywhere, even the records that you hold from the seventies, it's L-Y-N-A or sorry, L-Y-N-Y-R-D, Lynyrd, Skynyrd, S-K-Y-N-Y-R-D. Who mm-hmm. in the right mind would ever spell a name like that? Uh, that makes no sense to me. And, and it, like I said, it hurts my soul. There's a lot of stuff in there that, that, that hurt my soul, <laughs>
1: yeah um uh, uh, that's a, a kind of a pattern with Mandela effect too a lot of I know y is not really a vowel but it is in some cases type of thing but there's a lot of vowel switches east e's and i' switch a lot uh i e's and y's switch a lot not so many A's to y's but you know it, it is something we see a lot.
0: <clears throat> One of the biggest ones that grabs a lot of people because I have a lot of Christian listeners I have a lot of I have a lot of uh, oh good listeners and you know what I'm about to say it's the line and the lamb. The line in the lamb inside the pages of the Bible has been changed. So when you it's talk awful. to somebody about the Mandela fact, they're very, they're especially the Christians, they're very staunch in what they believe.
2: Yeah,
0: because they've studied it their whole lives. And then when you tell them it's different, some of them, some of them break. Others, others, you can watch them take the download.
1: Oh no, that's how it's always been.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's crazy. I am a fan of watching people take it. the download. Did you see I got those three guys on the street with the lion and the lamb hunting the beach?
0: No. What was that about?
1: There were three Christians, uh, you know, had a couple Jesus signs up or whatever. They were out at Huntington beach. So I walked up to him, you know, and I'm like, oh, what are you guys talking about? And they told me it's something to do with Jesus or whatever. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm like, so you read the Bible? Oh, yeah, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, well, you know, let me ask you a question. If I was to ask you, you know, Isaiah 11, six, what animal, you know, lies with the lamb? What would you say? Well, the lion of course and i got all of them with it of course it's it's shooting fish in a barrel dude everybody knows it was the lion and then when you tell him it's changed he didn't believe me but he actually one of them did get the book out and start looking and of course it was the wolf in there anybody watching this open your own bible isaiah 11 6. it will say the wolf now i put a clip up just the other day reverend jesse jackson from the nineteen nine nineteen eighty eight 1988 democratic national convention Going on and on and on about the lion and the lamb and the Bible. And your videos frozen if you don't know.
0: Uh yours is too.
1: I think you might be completely frozen.
0: I'm watching you freeze. I I appear to be. Oh, now you're you're back in the game.
1: Okay. Yeah. Did you hear what I said about Jesse? Uh yeah, we heard exactly
0: there was no breaking sound.
1: Okay, cool. Yeah. Tons of tons of residue. Elvis has songs, monuments and statues everywhere. Uh, people, you got to stop denying your own memories. There's a lot more to this place than the physical realm, and we're kind of tapping into it. And there'll be more after the Mandela effect too. Who knows what's coming next? But right now, we are seeing these changes. And if you know in your heart it's the lion and the lamb, why would you go against that? I'm gonna sh- I'm showing you that you're not crazy, that we're not crazy. Just like everybody knows Matthew eighteen twenty was where two or more gather. Now it's two or three, mm-hmm. and every Bible, you know. So it's not a translation issue pull out your own Bible in your house and just look people and be honest and be like, Oh wow. It does say two or three, not two or more. It does say the wolf shall dwell with the lamb and not the lion <clears throat> on and on. Yeah.
0: it. When you're watching it change, you know, before your very eyes, there's, there's, there's some of them. I'm trying to think of the one that, that, uh, that got okay. me um, where I, because you can take the download and then it changes Um, like for me, the, the, the Berenstein bears is obviously the, you know, the, the, that's the, the, the first one that caught me. I'm like, why would, why would that be a thing? Why would that change? And I don't know why it would change. I don't, I don't even pretend to guess why it would change. It just does. But I'm like, that's not the way it is. And to this day, that's not the way it is. But there are a few where my brain takes the download. My brain's like, no. And then, so now I, I actively remember fruit loops and fruit loops. There you go. Like I couldn't tell you today how they spell it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't right know. What now one
1: today. Right now it's with the weird spelling with the F-R-O-O-T.
0: So right now it's how I remember
1: it. I thought
0: right now it was fruit.
1: No, here's the interesting thing too with the Mandela <laughs> is later on they'll come in with these backstories that just come into our, exi- our reality to try and debunk it. And uh, now I think, I might be wrong, but I think with Fruit Loops now, now I remember spelled fruit the regular way, and then it's switching to the double O, as most Mandela Effect people do. I don't believe there's been a flip-flop for most people. It's been the one change. But now I think it's with Fruit Loops. And if I'm wrong, people, I'm wrong. Just look it up. But um, I think they are the one now where there's actually, they're coming out now and saying, oh, they did change the name, like, so many years ago and at one time it was fruit uh but that story didn't exist before so sometimes these backstories will change kind of like the ed mcmahon and all them uh uh, american family publishing commercials that that popped into our existence one night
0: that's a weird one too ed mcmahon ladies and gentlemen when i say ed mcmahon and giant check what comes to your mind good you've got it right in your mind right now so what's the story with ed mcmahon
1: brian well, Ed McMahon used to work for um, <clears throat> Publishers Clearinghouse. He's actually from my hometown. He used to work for Publishers Clearinghouse. Uh, he used to go around with giant checks and bring them to people's doors with a giant check in a balloon. Um, I probably could have let into it a little better for people that are new to it, but you guys know you remember that. You remember the Publishers Clearinghouse. You remember his face and the sketch of the Publishers Clearinghouse logo on the manila envelope as I do. Mm-hmm. Well, that's never happened in this reality. Now, if you look everywhere there's everybody that parodies Ed McMahon and comes with a giant check and balloons like they go into people's doors. It's everywhere. He's done it himself. So in this reality now, he's never worked for them. He supposedly worked for a rival company called American Family Publishing. At first, when this first changed, they said he worked there for five years. Now it's he's been there for 13 years. He has all these commercials with Dick Clark that are in this reality now, spanning like a 13-year period. They weren't even there a couple of years ago when we were aware of the change, the change happened. You couldn't find anything with Publishers Clarence house. There was this one American family publishing commercial and that was it. And then all of a sudden one night, there's this whole history that filled in with him and Dick clock making commercials for American Family Publishing, and they're mocking us. And somebody brings up publishers, House. he's like, "Eh, don't say that name, don't say that name. Other commercials, he's like, American Family, the only company with my face on the envelope. Now, here's the other thing. People will say, oh, well, people just misremember. One parody's done wrong, then they're all done wrong. This is a commercial Ed McMahon himself did creditscore.com where he's driving around in a white prize patrol van he's doing a rap song ed mcmahon's rapping about what about going back to people's houses and collecting the checks that he gave them because he's dead broke he was dead broke in his final days he had money problems and he's literally rapping and playing this out in the commercial and going to the people's doors ringing the doorbell they see him and he's asking for his giant check back but we're told we're all crazy and he, and nobody publishes clarenhouse their story is they've never had a celebrity spokesman ever of anybody they've never had one so never mind just ed mcmahon crazy
0: uh, yeah i'm actually googling this right now mm-hmm. let's see if i can get this commercial up because i want to see this uh it Ed McMahon appears drunk on Johnny. No, Ed McMahon raps one of two big checks. Free credit Mm -hmm. song. This might be it.
2: Shout out to my people. This is yep. Ed McMahon, rolling slow through the
0: suburbs in an unmarked van. I ran the strip in the '80s, <laughs> brought big fat checks to the ladies. When I, door, like when I showed up at their door, they would start screaming like crazy. When I showed up at their door,
1: they would scream like crazy. I was
0: a VIP list. I was a verbal gunslinger, and my shots never miss. But now the bills have come due, and my credit score's
2: whack. So I'm hitting up the winners to get my checks back. Uh, Ed McMahon. Ed McMahon.
0: Remember, I gave you that big check. I'd like to have that check back.
1: If you, I, I'm having some stuff with help a lot. Just a little bit. <laughs>
0: that says to be continued that's funny as hell doing
1: doing a parody of doing a parody of himself like he doesn't know what he used to do he used to go and bring people the big checks like he just told you now he's trying to recollect them back but in this reality he's never done it uh even for american family publishing that people saying well did he do that for american family publishing no he was a spokesperson for them on commercials but he never brought checks to people's doors
0: (laughs) can you believe that ladies and gentlemen Ed McMahon never gave out giant checks. Nope.
1: It's funny. That's the number one Mandela effect, you know. Um, not not for me, that's like my number three or four. Uh, but you know, when people call in and I ask them their biggest effect, because I take live calls all the time, you know, that's takes up about 50% of people's number one answers. About 50% of people say Ed McMahon. Number okay. one Mandela.
0: My my number one Mandela effect, and this is this is just personal because this is one that I like I found out about after researching with you and playing with stuff and, and going around and uh, I was just watching some random show probably after, after you and I did our second cast. Um, it was a random television show where so-and-so dressed up as Jane Goodall. I'm like, why the fuck would you dress up as Jane Goodall? And whatever it was, one thing led to another. And then I did, I did the research and Jane Goodall, ladies and gentlemen, was the woman that lived with the monkeys she lived with the monkeys in the silver they made the movie about her gorillas in the mist the whole nine yards this was the jane goodall story and jane goodall died sometime in the 80s and she was killed by the monkeys that she raised her whole life and in this timeline jane goodall's still alive <laughs> wow. which which blows my mind another one
1: that's like that too that blows my mind is louie anderson is still alive That's my one. that's the one for me too that's the one celebrity one that bothers the shit out of me <laughs> He died, dude. I swear he died like 20 years ago, maybe, of a heart attack.
0: Yeah. Yeah. that Long was, time.
1: yeah, I know. He even has a show now, and he, it's like he's the walking dead, dude.
0: I don't understand it. I don't understand it. That's like, that's like somebody saying, like, it's like Tupac dropping a new album and being like, I never died. Yeah. You know, that's what it's like to me, anyway. And, Basically, with regards to the conspiracy theories, Tupac's been living in Cuba anyway, so technically they could do that. But that's not quite a Mandela <laughs> effect. That's that would be some yeah. some straight up fuckery. But yeah, Louis Anderson died, man. Uh, Jane Goodall yeah. died in the eighties, big time. So uh, Jane Goodall, that one, that one, that one, that one's a weird one for sure. And there's so many small ones, like, like I mean, this this stuff blows my mind, and it's fascinating. And you can like look into this, and the more you look into it, the more you see. And the more they show you, the algorithm will keep showing you stuff. But I mean, the Statue of Liberty, the, the this, this, this thing is like the Statue of Liberty, ladies and gentlemen, in your mind right now, before we say anything else, what island is the Statue of Liberty on? Good. You got that. But it's not there anymore.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Which is yeah. the
0: weirdest thing. And then so now you're going to say, as you're listening to this, well, what fucking island is it on? it's on Ellis Island. Why would it ever be on Liberty Island? And how did you know I was going to say Liberty Island? And since when did she start walking? You know what? She started walking off the the statue in the the Ghostbusters movie. Yeah. She, she walked off that prior to that she wasn't she was standing there. Yeah. And she's standing on a Star Fort, which is phenomenal, and the torch the torch is another one too. We cannot go. Yeah. To- go yeah, ahead. No. You, well, you project. have a, you tell a good story about that because you've got friends that like had pictures or have pictures. I don't know exactly what that is, but they're in the torch.
1: Oh my my! No, I don't have any pictures of anybody in the torch. I've spoken to people that have been to the torch. Um, there's a lot. See, there's a lot of Mandela effects with the Statue of Liberty. Before I even get into the historical thing we're about to talk about, but just cosmetically, like you said, she's standing on a star fort now. She has chains around her feet. She's stepping off of it. The book now has these new jagged edges like cut out at the top of it. The book that she's holding, it's not a rectangle anymore. If you look at it, it has like these 45 degree cuts in it. Uh, Also, the torch is gold now, 24 karat gold. Now, I do remember the torch being uh, gold for a few years now, only like four or five years, like when we're really in this Mandela effect thing. But in this timeline, in this reality, it's been 24 karat gold since the 1986 renovations, which means most of my life, because I was, I was born in 77. So since I was what, nine years old, the 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 torch has been 24 karat gold? No, it was like a green tarnished thing for me. But the big thing, and, and the island, it used to be on Ellis Island for me. Now it's on Liberty Island. Uh, the fact that it's on a star fort is, see, because there's a lot of stuff that comes up, like you brought up mud floods earlier, Tataria, mm-hmm. star forts. Man, that stuff really did just come out of nowhere. Is it a Mandela effect or did people just all at one time get to that level of research? You know, I don't know, but I'll tell you what, the, the fact that there weren't star fluids, we didn't see them everywhere. Nobody was talking about them. There was one under the Statue of Liberty. As soon as these mud flood and Tartaria people started talking about star fluids, they would have been like, just like the one that's underneath the Statue of Liberty. Mm-hmm. You know, it was, it was a rectangle, a square. It was a square upon a square, but the big thing when you started to bring up the torches, nobody's ever been to the torch in this reality. And it's because of an attack that happened. So we'll just kind of switch gears. If I was to ask your audience real quick,
0: before we do that gear switching thing, I want to bring up something that you brought up. Um, And I know where you're going with this gear switch. So we're going to jump back into, Mm -hmm. I'm going to say gear switch. We're going to get back into that, but that this, this is, this is huge because you said, did these people just start researching this or where did this come from? Did this just come out of nowhere? And an interesting fact uh, or an interesting thing right now is the Truman Show. Mm-hmm. We've all seen the Truman Show and we're all like, oh, you know, it's a representation. There's a lot of conspiracies that float around the Truman Show. One of the neat things about the Truman Show now is if you watch the Truman Show now and, and, and with the information that I'm about to give you, it's almost impossible to see it the same way. And I don't know if this was Mandela would in or if this always existed, but there are cameras everywhere in the Truman Show. There are Mm -hmm. cameras in his watch. There are cameras on the top of the posters when he's walking by the movie theaters. There are cameras in behind him on the desk, mounted on the desk. There are cameras mounted on his phone, mounted everywhere. When you look at the Truman Show, when you watch the Truman Show now, you see cameras everywhere. I never saw one once when I first watched it. So, I don't know if that got Mandela in or if that was always there. And now I just see it because I'm aware of certain yeah. things, which is sort of to go hand in hand with what you were talking about with regards to Tartaria coming out of nowhere.
1: Yeah just literally out of nowhere, but I'm not going to say that, you know, that's that whole thing's a Mandela effect because you know, uh, maybe it's not, but the, the fort I'm bringing it up because it's, it should have been brought up when all that research started coming up about, well, this is just like a star that's sitting underneath the Statue of Liberty called Fort wood. But nobody was saying that, uh, you know, four or five years ago when it, when the first cracklings of this, uh, mud flood stuff started really rolling out. I didn't, I didn't hear anybody ever mention that. Um,
0: well, i only noticed it nobody told me about it I, I, i'm i'm sitting there going she's standing on a star fort right that yeah. was that was a huge thing for me i'm like what what is this also she's not a she's not a she she's a he she is helios the the the, the heliocentric god god mm-hmm. helios which is what our heliocentric system is based on so helios watches over america uh that's a bit weird
1: you know speaking of statue of libya i'm going to tie it into 9-11 and switch those gears soon but not even going the the original direction you thought just talking about visually 9-11 right. and statue of liberty looking at the skyline it's completely different it's completely different from anything you saw on September 11th to what it looks like now, or even before that, you know, because a lot of the 9-11 photos are fake, obviously. But uh, looking at anything pre, you know, anything with, that didn't happen, you know, like a long time ago, uh, what, it, what it used to look like, the pictures have changed now. But if you can picture in your mind what the New York skyline used to look like and when I used to look at it from across the water and you'd see where the towers were and where the statue was, the statue is like so far off to the left now it's over on the New Jersey. Uh, it's completely like out of the shot. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, that's it. Uh, you and I both said the same thing. It switched islands, but I don't, I don't know if it went from Liberty to Ellis or Ellis to Liberty. I don't remember. It went
1: from Ellis to, it, it went from Ellis Island to Liberty Island. So and, it went and, from New
0: and, York to outside of New Jersey.
1: Yeah. And, and the other thing too, that's really important about that too, is when you probably asked everybody and they probably gave their answer. Like you, you let them in for the, for the podcast later, I'm sure they probably all said Ellis Island. Now, Guys, if it's always been Liberty Island, if the Statue of Liberty has always been on an island called Liberty Island, how could you ever misconstrue that for something else? And how could we all do it? I mean, give me a break, man. Yeah, you know, <laughs> nah, it's weird.
0: It's it's hilariously weird. But another, an an addendum to that weirdness is is that people will actively want to get angry at that and get get angry at you for pointing it out. Yeah, that's that to me is like, well, well, okay. so first of all, so what if we're wrong? Who cares? Why are you angry? Ask yourself why you're angry.
1: Well, you're challenging their uh, fabric of their reality. Basically, people are so close minded, you know, even so-called truthers, they're very close minded when it comes to the spiritual side or the supernatural side. They claim to be on this journey of the supernatural journey and all this. And most of them, they're still stuck in the physical. A lot of people go from one physical trap to another, you know. whether it's whether it's fake fake media or the fake globe or uh even a lot of people that i know that they'll get to uh they'll realize the globe's fake they'll get to flat earth but then you know everything has to be uh accountable by the old scientific ways you know and that's you can't you can't quantify supernatural things with you know uh scientific experiments it just it's not going to work
0: science is just another religion um I, I get a kick out of that too because I've got some friends who who were staunch and, and who are very adamant that the Bible is fact, right? Yeah. And what 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 I'm okay with that? I'm like, that's cool, man. I have those opinions, right? But the thing too is I've been referred to as a new ager because of my thoughts. So spiritually, I'm a new ager by these Bible people. And then when you look up new age stuff, I'm like, this is just ridiculous. Right. A lot of this stuff, there's truth in this, but to go as far as to You know, put yourself in that label category. Like the thing about all religions, every last one of them, including science and new age, is that they are all here in contrast to something else. So everything exists because something else exists. Yet every single thing that is here, ta da, is part of the stuff that's here. There's no window into out there unless it's mm-hmm. maybe the moon, what's drifting in between us and them. But you know, that's, that's a huge thing and and you can believe anything you want and whatever you believe is helping you get through this, but noticing things and seeing stuff that we're not allowed to talk about flat earth. For example, you're not allowed to talk about you're crazy. If you talk about flat earth or if you're just like, well, I'm kind of interested. Like this guy seems intelligent and he says the world is flat let's look into it a little bit. And every single person I know that is a quote unquote flat earther and then beyond, because again, you do typically move past it. um, Every last one of us came from the globe earth, but we had questions. So that's why I laugh because there are so many people that are like, you know, I'm going to shit on you for what you believe. But when you're shitting on me for what I believe, and, and they don't realize that I used to believe what you believe, and I've since added new information and, and, and gone further. And I've never spoken to people with hate because of it. I watch you. And again, this comes back to the bots. You realize that the most of the time you're talking to bots and when you start seeing, this is the weirdest thing. When you start seeing bots online and you start being able to pick them off, you almost start seeing bots in reality, in real life. I don't know. Has this happened to you where you're like, where you're staring at somebody and you're having a conversation. You're like, and you're face to face, or you're in their energy, and you're like, "This is not a real person." Yeah, <laughs> that's that's a weird place to be because you're staring and you're having a conversation with somebody who's in your face, who's right there, and you're like, "I don't,
1: I don't know what you are." <laughs> I do I, not know I, I what honestly. You are. Well, literally, I think they're not always the same because when they, t- for instance, back to the Mandela effect, you know, when they when they'll take those updates like right in front of you, mid conversation. I think they're being basically uh, spiritually uh, infiltrated for a little bit. So I think sometimes they literally aren't there. Their soul's not there. It's just, it's out to lunch, uh, you know?
0: They could exist also so that other people could come in. Like the, a, a person that's completely empty could could be filled up by something, you know, even though that shell's yeah. been going through the motions. I mean, there's so much that we don't know. But I, let's, you know, let's tie this back in because Back to what we were gonna talk about with regards to the gold and the repairs of 1986 of Statue of Liberty, we sure. were gonna jump into one of the coolest topics that I think anyway. So I'm gonna I'm gonna drag you back to that because I like that.
1: All right, cool. Well, I'll just talk about it real quick. So, uh, okay, I always preface it. I say real quick, and then here comes the story of why it's so big. An hour me, and a half later, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, it's it's important because I want to show people like I really did a lot of research into 9/11, and you know that's how I started my whole journey like a lot of people did uh really really deep though like you'll hear me talk about Mandela effect in depth Uh, same thing with 9-11 and you know and this you don't have to research 9-11 to know or supposedly know what I used to know and what you probably used to know um and that is if I were to ask everybody what the first foreign attack on US soil was in the chat what would you say and I'll give it a second to fill up you know for later on for rebroadcast or whatever but you know <clears throat> what I remember and what I was always taught in school growing up in all the nine 11 forums, what was always spoke about all the nine 11 documentaries. I'm sure you've probably seen some of them, Adam. I know a lot of people have seen, you know, run of the mill nine 11 documentaries back in the day, even the stuff, Alex Jones and all these, you know, people, we don't really uh, follow. or putting out out or whatnot. Um, they all talked about the first foreign attack on us soil being Pearl Harbor and nine 11 being the second i clearly right. remember that over and over and over again now anybody in the chat if you said that pearl Harbor was the first foreign attack on u.s soil you would be wrong <clears throat> now in this reality new york was attacked Well, uh, a munitions depot called black tom island was attacked by two german spies in 1916 where they blew up a hundred thousand Pounds? No, hundred thousand tons. Excuse me, hundred thousand tons of TNT that set off explosions so big that it killed five people, injured one hundred and twenty, blew out all the windows in Lower Manhattan, caused what in today's money would be five hundred million in damage, and it wouldn't measured. I thought they said like I forget what they said on the Richter scale, five point five or something. It was also felt all the way in Philadelphia. And the explosion damaged the Statue of Liberty and it damaged the Statue of Liberty so bad that in this reality, nobody's ever been to the torch. So you have this whole attack before we even talk about the torch aspect. You have this whole attack that happened in New York that none of us have ever heard about, not only through school, not only later on in the media, but my God, man. We all looked at 9-11, and even those that didn't research it, you all looked at it on the TV, at least, endlessly. It's just played on loop forever, all the footage and the propaganda. Uh, I'm sorry. Whatever you think about that day, that's fine. Whatever I think, that's fine. No matter what, I don't think anybody with half a brain can say, They wouldn't keep bringing that up, how the uh, so-called symbol of American freedom, the Statue of Liberty. Oh, yeah, by the way, that was bombed down the street a long time ago in a terrorist attack. I mean, of course they're going to mention it It would be in every montage of 9-11 footage ever. Oh, and the Germans attacked and now we stand up and now we're standing up again. and all. No, none of it, none of it. And not only that, it damaged the torch so bad that nobody's ever been to the torch. Now, this is 1916. But we know people that have been to the torch. They've called my show. We've talked to them. I don't doubt any of these people. I know the torch used to be open. But in this reality, no visitor has ever been to the torch. Maintenance crews and things have been up there. And I've actually shown some pictures from maintenance people. Uh, But no, no visitors have ever been to the torch in this reality because of the Mandela effect. So even if people say, oh, well, they make up fake history, Brian. That's just a Wikipedia thing they made up later to say, you know, fake history, fake attack uh okay well what about the, what i'm telling you about the torch we know people that have been there when do you
0: think that that took place like if you were to put a, a your finger on it when do you think that the, the black tom
1: into our timeline
0: yeah when yeah when, when did the torch go away in our timeline
1: go away for visitors you mean um i want to say that in 2016 it became around then it probably became a Mandela effect uh maybe 2015 where you know nobody's ever been there there are times when the torch was closed like in, in all realities like in the 86 restorations of course it was closed it was definitely closed for some time after 9-11 um I don't exactly know particularly if it reopened after 9-11 before I think it was closed permanently in 2016, like retroactively in our timeline. Was there a small window after 9-11 where it reopened before that 2016 shift? I'm not really sure. We could probably go back and look at that sometime. But in my estimation, the Mandela effect that happened to the torch and nobody ever being there and Black Tom coming into our timeline, I'm, I'm going to guess around 2016. So are, are
0: today's kids being taught about Black Tom?
1: Well, actually, no, um, it, it's very hard to actually find now somebody, there is like a uh, one book that somebody was able to get and send me that did come into our timeline now, but that's it. Like this huge attack, this should be literature everywhere. Mm-hmm. You can't find anything on it though. So no, it's not being taught yet. I'm sure it might be integrated soon. Just like in five, 10 years, when the kids recite Isaiah 11 six, what are they going to say? Well, they're gonna say the wolf right Mm -hmm. because the bibles had do have the wolf in there but do the school books have black tom in there i don't think they do yet i think they might start to come in but it's really just coming into our timeline and uh what you are seeing though is all of a sudden all these history channels and hidden history and secrets of the nation and all you know all these channels all of a sudden in the last three years they're talking about black tom all these black tom videos are coming out where they never did a black tom video ever in the history of all those channels that's right because it just happened
0: which then goes to show uh you know what you were talking about which is um did this just introduce itself into our timeline and another thing too is we sit here and we believe that history is what it is we believe that things were the way they were before we were here but we don't even understand how our own brains work like who i am right now is a totally different person than who i was at the beginning of this podcast right you and i are just experiencing right now and we're imagining the past and we're predicting the future or we're daydreaming about the future there's no proof of anything really and and so you know the mandela effect we, we you and i are still thinking about it in a, in a in a physical reality a physical realm term you know it used to be a thing and now it's not a thing well it, nothing ever used to be anything really and, and the truth of it all right we all are just having an experience
1: well we did experience it for whatever whatever we're going through, we did experience it another way.
0: Yes, in that sense. But what I'm saying is like, we're experiencing now the memory of something different. We're, we're having, we are currently having two experiences before and mm-hmm. now, but in, in, you know, in the, in, in the words of Alan Watts, there is no past, right? There is no, we're just having, we're just, our brain is just processing something some way. And we think that something is something, but what really all you have is this very moment in front of you, this experience right now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's neat. I was, I was watching this, you know, the influence, uh, the idea of how influence works and how the brain works. There's this video game where you can, it's like, you've got these, these, you can move these things around The people are running around. Right. And if you see something that's different, you sort of take a shot of it. It then moves to the center of the screen and say it's somebody that has a hat on, right? And see stick people running around. And this the thing moves to the to the center. It says, "Ooh, nice hat," right? And that's like a news article. It's on the TV, so people walk up. They're like, "Oh, wow." And then you see some people come in to the shot that are wearing the same hat, right? And then you see two people walking with like love, right? And then you take a picture of that, and then it goes to the screen. It's like, "Ooh, get a room." And these people run away in embarrassment, you know, whatever. And then there's there was there's some other ones like like uh, this person runs around and is scared. So you take a picture of that and and it says one thing. But if you get a picture of them with another person, it, then it says something like circle is afraid of square. And this thing always inevitably ends in terror, pure terror. <laughs> and it's funny because that is, that's an actual video game that's out there. I don't know the name of it, unfortunately. But it just goes to show that people will be susceptible to exactly what they want. Therefore, me and you having this conversation right now, you and I, It's not so much that you and I are right. It's that you and I are sharing our experience and it's okay for everybody to have a different experience because everybody's a different person and everybody has different influences that have come their way. You know, there are certain things that we can't denounce, like, like, like Joe Biden in his entirety is a farce. And I would love to have a pro Joe Biden person on the show. And ask them a lot of questions. I just, I've got a lot of things I want to know <laughs> about how
1: you you know, how you work. That'd be, a, that'd, be a, that'd be an interesting show, man. I mean, Ooh. those people, <clears throat> wow.
0: So the thing too is you're not allowed, if I say pro-Joe Biden, the world is trained to be like, oh, so you're not pro-Joe Biden? So you're pro-Trump? Oh, so you're a Trump head? So you're an orange man good? Mm. I, I just said Joe Biden, Right. So the thing that I just put on Facebook was Joe Biden, the man who campaigned from his basement, who picked a very unpopular running mate, who had an empty inauguration and who has been surrounded by 20,000 armed guards while he's trying to take your guns. Uh, we're not even allowed to ask questions. If you ask questions, you're pro-Trump. <laughs> what the
1: fuck? Trump is oh, just... It's, it's crazy. They want to—they always want to categorize you and so that there's always one, one option or the other option. It's never... You know, you know, like when I'm out all summer trying to tell people about the ridiculousness of what's going on and, and showing them not to wear a mask and trying to get people to not live in fear. And if you get to have a conversation with these people, the first thing they say to me almost all the time is, oh, so you're pro-Trump? I'm like, no, I'm pro-oxygen. I mean, really?
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, that's another thing, too, because you're seeing a lot of propaganda. It's saying that, you know, every single thing in Canada, like, oh, the American border shot, we can't go, blah, blah, blah. Um, I actually had Mac on the show not too long ago. I haven't followed up with him, but he, uh, he I don't know where he stands with what's going on with his thing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But he comes, the, the flights in and out of Canada are still a thing, even though they say the border's closed. And now they're yeah. saying, if you come into Canada, you're going to be like super duper quarantined and we're going to like beat you up and stuff like that. Um, but I also know people that just drive into the States and drive back into Canada and don't like, nothing really happens to them. I also know that every single piece of propaganda that we're seeing right now is telling you that if you don't wear a mask, you're going to die on the plane. Um, But I also know that you for the longest time just flew around without a mask. Do you think that you could fly around today without a mask?
1: No, it failed last time. I just flew back. It did not work.
0: Oh, did they kick you off?
1: uh, No, I fought with them for a long time and I ended up doing it to get on the plane, to get back home. I fought with their doctor for, I got their doctor on the phone and I told them that, uh, you know, cause I, for anybody that doesn't know, I took 13 flights during this without one. Um, uh, first like seven or so flights, I never even gave them a reason. Then I just started giving them bullshit reasons. It was pretty easy. Uh, and then the last time that I was able to do it, I got an exemption. So they made me talk to their doctor. I bullshitted their doctor. They gave me an exemption. They printed it up on the boarding pass for the connection flight. So I could then go on over there. Uh, then this time I used the same airline, I used Delta, told them I couldn't wear a mask, uh, put their doctor on the phone. I I played the recording on the air too, for everybody to hear. And, uh, he even named off a whole slew of, uh, really dehabilitating conditions that even if people have that, they're not doing any exemptions now as of like January something. And I'm like, so what's going to happen, you know, if somebody has an issue on your fucking plane, you know, they don't even care now.
0: So flight as we know it is I mean these I saw another clip where where this family was like they were like you gotta put a face mask on the two year old and the two-year-old wasn't having it. So they're like like, well, you have to get off the plane. So after fighting back and forth, apparently the whole plane stood up and left. Left the plane because this kid had to wear a mask. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering with regards to that, like, are we sitting in a time where society is just are going to stop flying or take the jab because guys like you and me are, you know, yeah, we're outspoken, but there's a lot of people that are just quietly being like, I'm not doing that. Like at what point do the airlines, at what point do the people that are out there get on board and say, you know, we're losing money hand over fist. You know, there's got a couple of time where you know, back in the day, you could have smoking and non-smoking flights. So there should be, do you like, I wonder if there's going to be an offer like masks or non-masked flights.
1: They're going to have to do something because this fucking reality isn't working for us. And honestly, I don't, you know, we all have family members that are getting the vaccine right now. It's something I talked about a lot lately on my show. So we're all going through that, but I still think the general population, it's not, it's not like 90% of people. There's a lot more people against it that like, just aren't spoken about it. Like you said, there's a lot of people at their jobs that are saying no. No. Uh, there's a lot of people that are saying no to it and they're really trying to convince people that it's like everybody and that there's a shortage because everybody's trying to rush to get it. A lot of people are, but I do think that they, like you said, I do think that all these industries are going to lose some money from it. If they try and push all this bullshit on us and vaccine passports and all this, because there's going to be a lot of people that aren't having it. Mm-hmm. A lot of people. I know,
0: you know? more people that are going to walk away from baseball after the whole Georgia election and, um, uh, The the Georgia thing because baseball is like we're so uh, anti-identification. Yet we stand by PayPal. Same thing, anti-identification. But you need ID to open up everything. Like everybody that's anti-Georgia's ID rules asks you for ID. You've needed ID for everything. You need ID to walk down the street. Apparently, this is if you're out of your house, you need identification on you. And they're saying that in Georgia, they're saying that you know you can't. So. This, this, this statement, this Georgia rule is, is, it's just like utter chaos. It's like, they want us to keep fighting each other over this. And I, I can't believe it. Like the amount of, I played a clip not too long ago. It was a white supremacist and a woke quote unquote, woke, you know, uh, anti-racism person. And they all stand for the same things. And it all ends up in segregation. It all ends up in like, could you imagine being like, I'm pro-race, but these guys get (laughs) black people don't know how to use the internet. (laughs)
2: <laughs> you no, know, to
0: me that's just who in the fuck would ever say that black people don't know how to use the internet? And this guy, he's he's interviewing these kids and they're like, This is the problem with George and this is the story. I'm like, fuck me. It just drives me insane that that like they're telling us
1: to yeah. be racist. Yeah right yeah all these groups that do it and, and the media of course and look what they're saying now they're saying they're making up all these stories that there's all these hate crimes against asians because people don't like asians because of covid it's so fucking stupid
0: yeah i just saw one this morning and it was a meme somebody had meant to mention that it was the hashtag was stop asian hate
1: right and then you're gonna then, see it soon uh, alm asian lives matter coming soon watch you'll see
0: oh because black lives matter didn't didn't pan out
1: you'll see but it's Coming. funny because
0: the the meme was Asian lives matter. And it's, it's that kid. I can't remember the funny actor. He's just used in the meme. Uh, and then it says on the bottom, he was, you guys were hating Asians. I, I didn't get the memo. And I don't know anything about since when are we, since when is not we, but like the world hating Asians, like what the fuck is this? This is, again, this is just another thing. Speaking of ALM and BLM. I, I swear to God, this is real. I, I saw it. I thought it was real. It's insane if it is real, but, I swear I saw a BLM sticker on a bomb and I thought like it was like on a missile, on a Syrian missile.
1: I saw that article too. I don't know, you know, who knows what's, but I saw that propaganda being pushed.
0: Yeah. So BLM, it was, it had a BLM sticker and it had a rainbow sticker on the bomb on this missile. I'm like, you're going to put a BLM sticker on a missile designed to kill Syrians. Like what is going on with this? Why are they promoting this? Why are they pushing this narrative? And the other one, too, was was uh, the the Colorado mass shootings, mm-hmm. right? There was this thing about this mass shooting in Colorado, the, t- the 10 people that got shot, um, how they were all, like, this was the biggest thing in the world, but then then they completely dropped the story when it turns out that the gunman was quote-unquote Syrian and all the victims were white. Like, why do we have to, why is everything handed to us, why does it have to be race? You know, and that that, again, that's just a division tactic. It's not race. Yeah. The only people that are racist are the people that want to be racist, the people that want to believe in division, the people that want to believe in hate. Even if you say to me, I'm so against racism because of blah, 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 right? These are the same people that use the the uh, reverse racism term or, or you can't be racist against whites. And, like, I don't understand this, 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 this mentality out there that's like, if a black guy hates an Asian guy, is that not racism? That's got nothing to do with white people. And the fact that, you know, all of America was a deriv- is, is a derivative of racism. They are literally pushing it on all of us. So if there's African-Americans and Asian-Americans and Mexican-Americans, and then the white people are just Americans, none of us gave ourselves these monikers. The media gave them to us. And by definition, if I'm just standing around as an American, not a pre-labeled American, then the world can come at me. And attack me but like, i didn't fucking make these rules up I, i'm just i'm just as much a victim of this shit as you guys are right yeah. you know why can't i be what european or viking american or i don't know i don't know it's dumb it's absolutely dumb that the television and the media and the radio and they push all this stuff and they just keep pushing and pushing and pushing guys like you and me are sitting here going what the fuck? right racism is based in hate hate is taught and hate is taught by the same people that are telling you not to hate they, they teach you to hate then they tell you not to, I could go on for hours.
1: And hours the hours, the and that. hate and the racism is uh, taught by the real terrorists and the real terrorists. Well, those are the people that put up fake images of planes hitting towers on nine 11. Those are the real terrorists. Yeah. The people that put the stuff on the airwaves. That's the real hate. Division. Yep.
0: That's, that's their
1: control. you know, fear and division, fear and division. And they go hand in hand and fear and division. That's how they control everybody. That's how they've always controlled everybody. It's always, and it's, you know, just about every major event that I've ever seen, it's always fake, fabricated fucking fear. Oh, yeah. It's, it's complete. These people live, it, it sounds, and we're not even talking Mandela effect now. We're talking like just the world. Uh, the world, they live in a different reality than us. And I know that sounds weird to people, but if you really think about it, they live in a completely different reality because their mind is completely off in la-la land. But la-la land isn't just, you know, daydreaming and thinking about whatever, uh, their favorite girl or whatever. La-la land is uh, all the fucking nonsense that the media puts in their head that they think is reality. Like the hate, like the racism, like the the fake terrorism, like the fucking, you know, all the fucking fake nonsense and everything that's going on now. And it's not grounded in reality at all. Like literally none of it. Uh, We talked earlier about flat earth and the globe. Like nothing about the globe is grounded in reality. People just believe all these things. They literally, they don't know where they live. They are taught to distrust their neighbor and hate everybody. These fucking people are muzzling their kids up right now. It's child abuse straight up. They don't even think about what they're doing. And there's people that are getting the jab or whatever. Well, you know, uh, they don't even look what's in it. They don't even care. They don't even care. Just stick it in me, dude. Just stick it in me because the TV told me so. And some of these people, most of these people, Adam, they're not people that never got a jab and just going to get a COVID vaccine. These are people that have gotten the flu shot and all these other things every year, watch themselves get sick from all this shit, right? (laughs) And keep doing it over and over again.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that is weird. (sighs) It, it hurts <laughs> just like leonard skinner this hurts to watch
1: to my watch. mother got it your mother did yep and i found out from my uncle he like my uncle messaged me he's asking me if i know where to get any fake vaccine things or whatever mm-hmm. like fake vaccine cards because he's worried and i'm like i don't really know people are talking about it Blah 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 and he's like oh well you know that your mother got it i'm like i'm like well actually no she didn't tell me but i knew she would be getting it so i found out in a text message from my uncle that my mother got it my mother watches some of my shows how do you go from watching some of my shows to getting a fucking vaccine
0: Mm -hmm. yeah that's a bit weird i i in my in my experience up here my uncle uh got the shot and he thought you know because there's a multitude of reasons why people get this shot but my uncle got the shot it's the way it went down He's got weak lungs. You know, it makes sense in his reality to do it. He wants to see his you know, niece and nephew, or sorry, his, his grandkids, etc. The problem, though, is he also is in and out of hospital, so he's got surgeries lined up and this that, and the other thing. And I'm sorry if you're listening, Uncle, uh, to be sharing all your details, but it it plays a factor. And he, they, so he was on the phone with them, and he's like, they like, we need you to come in to do a vax or a COVID test. Uh, before you do your surgery here. And he's like, well, I don't need a COVID test. I've I, I've, gotten the vaccine. I'm good. They're like, no, no, we don't care. We need you to get a COVID test. So even the vaccine, they don't care. They don't care that you've got it done. And then they're going to get you to do another one and then another one and then another one. And then this is like, this is, this is the certificate of vaccination identification that we had been talking about since day one. COVID, certificate of vaccination identification. Yep. Um, but then comes the bots the bots that we were just talking about the bots will come back in and say oh yeah well what does the D stand for then in COVID uh, ID, certificate of vaccination ID, oh yeah right and these bots are everywhere the bots also, the funny thing about the bots is I have friends that that got stuck on 9-11 and they're in these forums and there are still to this day, uh, what is it 20 years later, what is, I don't even know what year it is, 2021 right,
1: is it 2021 they're still yeah. talking about Tower 7 all day? So. Oh,
0: so this is 20 years ago because 2001, they went down. In 2021, we're 20 years into it. This is a 20-year anniversary. Cool. Um, Well, not cool, but that's just crazy how time flies. Um, There are people in there defending. There are people in those chat forums talking about stuff and defending the narrative. Like, they're out there actively oh, defending oh. the narrative. And I used to think, what's wrong with people? Why would... Why would you, why would you wake up in the morning, put on your pants and go defend some bullshit news narrative? Right. And then you realize that they're bots. They're not real people. These people, these bots are just programmed to go talk shit to other people in forums. Yeah. I don't know. It just blows my mind. These weren't, these are the conversations that I love to have. This is, you know, this isn't an amplified story or station or anything like that. There are people that are just listening right now to us going back and forth about this bullshit. And at the end of the day, I mean, anyone can believe whatever they want about anything that they want to believe. It doesn't make them right. It doesn't make them wrong. It doesn't make you right. I'm not right. I'm not wrong. I just see things differently. You see things differently. And the people that see things exactly as they're delivered see things differently than us. But mm-hmm. without that existing, again, contrast is the biggest thing because without that existing, then I don't exist. I don't, my opinions don't matter if there isn't something to be against or for or pro or con. The, the universe in which we live in is all about contrast. It's all about different opinions, different places, different stations in life, different ideas, because without them, if we're all just the same, if, and somebody said to me, he goes, he goes, picture yourself walking into a theater. You're dressed the way you're dressed. And you walk into a theater that's got all blue seats, a blue floor, a blue stage, a blue backdrop, blue, everything. There's no lighting in there whatsoever other than identical lighting everywhere. Like you can't see shadows, right? So the blue chairs, the blue floor, the blue stage, and the blue backdrop, all mesh. I'm wearing the same color blue, and I've got my face painted that that color blue. And there is no contrast anywhere. Somehow it's a magical room with zero contrast. So now all you're seeing is eyeballs and teeth telling you a story. But at what point am I different from your reality? At what point am I different from what you're seeing? I am just part of your backdrop. You're sitting there in different color clothes. So I can see you and I can see you in contrast to the background, but you can't see me. All you can see again are my eyeballs and teeth because those are the only things that aren't painted. And I'm telling you a story. And instead of me being up there as a person, as an individual, you're just hearing a story coming from the front of you. This also expands back to the big bang. A lot of people have these, these, these opinions of the Big Bang. They think that you and I are unique results of the Big Bang. I'm like, that's cool. You can believe that. But wouldn't we be a part of the Big Bang? If the Big Bang is still happening, in other words, a bang took place and the universe is expanding as was delivered to us in science. And we're expanding outwards, which is us flying through space on our space ball. You and I... Exactly. You and I sitting here having this conversation is a direct result of the Big Bang. You and I are the Big Bang. We are that energy. We are the result of the expanse based on this theory. Yeah, we're just a part of the Big Bang. We are expanding with it. It's a possibility. And there's a there's a there's a lot of merit behind that if you want to believe in that all unified energy. You know, Alan Watts, we are the universe experiencing itself. Sure. Why not? Right then, there's other things. I don't know if you ever saw that Area 51 interview where the aliens uh, talking to the guy about uh, who we it's are. Sorry. In the future. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, he's like, in 50 years, you guys are gonna have a president that drops nukes, which is basically Joe Biden right now. But there's also the, the 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 rumor that Trump took the football with him, right? So you and I are talking about moments in time and instances as if they're you know unique important scenarios, where in the grand scheme of things, is we're all having one experience every last one of us is having this experience and that alien that i was alluding to earlier talking about the future says there is no difference and there's no differentiation between you i or us we are all we and that to me is the thing because you know the diff the difference between inside my skin and outside my skin it's not like i'm in a different area i'm it's not like i'm this and this is not me right and that's that's the interesting thing. Like if you look at your skin as a bridge, a connector between you and the universe, it flows through you and you flow out into it. We are all representative of our, I don't know, our system. Our, our, we are all representative of our environment. We are part of our environment. We are a part of this. We are in this. This is where we are. This is, this is us, all of it. We're all a piece of this. There's this, 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 this separation, this division illusion is fantastical and it's being pushed so heavily by more by the color of your skin, by this, by that, like there's just so much evil. And it all comes from the television. If you turn that television off, if you turn that influence off, if you turn off social media, if you turn off this podcast, if you turn off everything, and go stand outside, you're in a completely different world. Yep. And that's really cool. That's a really cool thing. Right? so the mandela effect as amazing as it is we barely even touched on the mandela effect we got all the time in the world though so i'm just saying
1: how, how, yeah how about we uh can we take five and come back
0: you want to pause it up right now
1: yeah can we welcome
2: to intermission <laughs> mission.
0: went about an hour into it and we, we you know we touched on a few things obviously you and i get together and we're going to talk about all kinds um but i want to talk a little bit more about some some newer mandelas you're on this hunt i i can't even keep up with the mandelas that are coming And like you see some new stuff i'm like fuck i want to talk about that and i don't write it down and i catch it in passing but i'm always fascinated with your work i'm always fascinated with you traveling around and sitting out there places and busting people's balls and doing your interviews. Like you have this great essence of just carrying out your journey, like poking the beast, having some fun, carrying, you know, carrying on talking to people. You probably meet some pretty cool people. You were just at a, a convention.
1: Oh yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. A second
1: one, one in six months, a second one in just sick and under six months. What was it? Uh, it was called the solar return. And we had, and if you've watched my shows, you know, my co-host, Karen, she does a lot of the shows with me. Uh, She threw the event and we had about uh, a little under 300 people there. And the one that we did in October was even bigger. Again, October 2020 during COVID, we had 450 people in that joint uh, under one roof, no masks, no COVID nonsense, not even by the employees. Nobody was, it wasn't even a mention. Hmm. And uh, that's what we need, dude we need to do these type of thing. It's it's, it really recharges your batteries a lot, especially during a year, like, you know, this type of year, you know, <clears throat> it's been a rough go. It's
0: been a rough go for sure. And yeah, you're typically one to sort of travel around and see things and do things, but your what are your plans moving forward? Are you, are you buckling down? Are you, you know, uh, with regards to, to, to creation, I know you're just talking about getting a whole new setup. Like, are you amping up your efforts or, you know, what's your, yeah.
2: what's your
1: story? Well, I live stream a ton, as you know, right. Mm. So, I live stream probably as much as anybody. And uh, when the whole COVID thing hit, it's, it ties all into this because I changed a lot of things in the last year. So I'm not the type of person that stayed in the house, I've been depressed, you know, mm-hmm. as you can tell, you know, I've been going back and forth between here and California. And uh, <clears throat> I was working at a restaurant when COVID hit. Mm-hmm. Um, and right away, I knew I wasn't going back and and I'm not going to wear a mask to go and work in a restaurant and I'm not going to do any of that. I'm not going to do any of this COVID nonsense. And for years, you know, I've been demonetized by YouTube pretty much my entire journey on that. I haven't been making any money on it or anything. It's just completely always demonetized. Um, it goes without saying with the stuff I talk about, but <clears throat> people are always on me to get a Patreon going, you know, people want to help out. People want to donate. I'm like, all right, like, all right, so I set that up and then I started to put a little effort to it. I announced, Hey, I'm going to do a show every couple of weeks. So I've built that up a little and, you know, even though YouTube's demonetized me and and D live had demonetized me for a while and and all these other platforms, if I can use Streamlabs and OBS, I can just monetize myself and people can just super chat when they want. And, uh, that's the new computer is going to help me do that. So it's going to keep me from having to go get a part-time job basically. Yeah, You know, I'm going to make it this what I do full time. Nobody's going to have a problem with it. Not charging people to watch my shows or anything like that. I stream more than anybody. You can come watch all my shows except for the once every other week when I do something private for the Patreon people. Everything's free. People just want to donate and help out. And yeah. they're not even allowed to because these platforms shut us down from doing it. So I've made a lot of effort into teaching myself the software and how to circumvent all that and become self-sufficient. Oh, yeah. And uh, I, I work hard enough at this and I stream long enough i'm not trying to get rich or nothing. i'm just saying uh, that's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna make sure that i do this full-time we have a t-shirt store now not a lot of money a couple hundred bucks a month maybe that we split me and karen you know and 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 a few uh, other things that we do and and that i do uh, to try and get by and i'm just trying to i've never really been too motivated i've always been motivated for truth for the last 11 years and i've always put myself on the back burner I'm not doing that anymore Mm -hmm. I'm going to make sure that I go forward with this and uh, it might sound conceited, but I know that I'm damn good at what I do. And I know that I can do that. I've already done this for fucking 11 years. I've always got stuff to talk about, whether it's on YouTube or a podcast or another platform, I'm going to do this full time. This is what I do. Mm -hmm. This is what I'm going to do.
0: Well, I like that too. And you know, for the longest time, there was, there's this adage or this thought process that goes through your mind, my mind. That's like, if I charge people for it, you know, it's, it, it's, it just seems weird. Like I, sh- this should be free. Like people are going to say this or think this, you know, if I start charging and that's, that's something that everybody needs to get over. Cause if you are good at something, charge for it, right? Every single person that's out there that wants to experience something, they want to pay. They want to be a part of it. If somebody pays, they're a part of the experience. Ladies and gentlemen, feel free to donate to my podcast. <laughs> there are buttons on my webpage. I don't know where they are, but they're there. Um, I, And that's it. Like this podcast will be free until the day I die, but there mm. are, plenty of things well until the day they wipe me out i would be upset just like you said i would be upset if i got wiped out on this one like i went as soon as they wiped out my other show i i went ass over tea kettle to get this uh off of any platform that could pull me and like you said earlier you and i were having this conversation you said the only only place i've never been banned from is my own hosting so that's Mm -hmm. the you know that's the next one for me is to get the video hosting up there but i am now my own audio host Um, you know, we've got the TMMA podcast.com forward slash the show and you can go straight to it and check it out. And
1: and the other thing too, most people don't even see, Never mind the people that are going to watch this show and know that we did a three hour stream or whatever it turns out to be all the fucking production work. You're your own producer. I'm my own producer that, that takes hours and hours and hours. This is a full time thing, you know?
0: No, it's true. And you and I even had that conversation before we went live, you know, bits, the things that we need. You know, like I when I went and got up my lighting for this stuff, and I, and I'm, you and I have talked candidly about this in the past where I've never done video. The most video I've done after today will be your show. That's the most video I've done. Now I've done a, a bit of a spot. I've, I've got a recurring role on a, on a British thing. And I just did another British lady's video cast as well. And she's got a channel. She's building up a channel. There are a ton of quote-unquote truthers or, or people that want to talk more, guys like you and me. We're connecting with each other and we're sharing our tips. The best piece of advice I could give anybody in in any aspect of anything you're doing is you're not in competition with anyone. You are here to help everyone grow. Like if I can give you some advice, I want you to have it, you know, lighting, yeah. sound, this, that, the other thing, because you're right. At the end of the day, you know, our sound is perfect and it's not supposed to be, we're not supposed to have like straight up television production studio bullshit because I mean, there's there's so much to be said about just being as raw as you can be um you know i have i fell in love with the shure sm7b but i really also am a big fan of audio i'm an autophile if that's a thing Uh, and cameras Uh, i fell in love with cameras during the lockdown because i again i there was a lot of things that got taken from me and i you know i I changed up my format as well and I, i started doing different things so we got into the drones so i'll be able to use my own footage i got into photography so i'll be able to use my own stuff for the memes that we put out on the webpage because first and foremost, I'm a motivational yeah. speaker, motivational podcast, motivational this. Yes, we dabble in absolutely everything because free thought is the one thing that gets rid of anxiety and depression. I don't know a single truther that has gone real far into the rabbit hole that's still depressed, but I can guarantee you 100% of them came from depression. You know? Oh, yeah. Depression, yeah. depression and anxiety. Before you started down this path, I bet you were a miserable cow. Yep. You know? And that. And that that changes with truth and with with opinions and with understanding. Like, why am I miserable? And that's one of the greatest things in the entire world. One of the greatest things about these conspiracies.
1: You're being beat down down emotionally by the TV and all your peers.
0: Yeah. Every single thing that depression and anxiety stems from your truth being completely beaten up by the lies. And then those that are lying to you drug you. Yay. It's just insanity. It's just insanity. What are we supposed to do about it? Ah, again,
1: again. Video editing, too. I wanted to mention that's another big thing. When I do get the computer and all everything I got, I'm going to be able to edit video. Now, I can't even edit video with this laptop. I have one monitor. I have one 15-inch screen in front of me to do everything I do. That's it. I, I got two 27-inch monitors coming. All the production is going to be easier. I'll be able to actually make polish-looking videos when i want to put time into it most of my thing is just speaking and live streaming but sometimes when i do my mandela effect short videos i wish i could make them look a little nicer i'd put i'd put an extra day's work into them if i had a good video editing software and a machine capable of it and that's what i'm going to be doing you know
0: 100 man yeah, like okay so uh with regards to that again back to matt matt if you do listen if you are listening to the show man come back on the show anyway he his um 11 truths to to flat earth or 11 thoughts or whatever it was the 10 or 21,
1: 21 questions. That's a, <laughs> yeah,
0: 21 questions and <laughs> visibility. I love that. Right. So I had been at the time I had been told of flat earth. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to, I'm going to look around. I'm going to check it out. And I'm like, it's dumb. Right. Obviously your whole life. You're like, it's dumb. What the fuck? Oh flat earth will sell off the end of it. Oh, where's the edge. Oh, <laughs> you're stupid. <laughs> That's flat earth to most people. Mm-hmm. So when a friend of mine introduced it to me and showed it to me, no, 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 Matt's video and his voice. And I told him this in the show that I did with him was that like, it was his voice that, that is to me, the voice of, of, of that. Like it, 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 his message got through to me, it made me stop thinking a certain way and be like, fuck. Yeah. Okay. So what about this? And what about this? And then I went into, you know, I went further and further down the rabbit hole but his voice and his ability to edit, he he cut all that. He did the he did the recording, he did the audio, he did the chops, he put the video in, he did the he did all the graphics. He did all that himself. Right? And mm-hmm. your message is just as important today as his was back then. Even though all his stuff's been wiped out for the most part, it woke up so many people and you the way you produce and the way you you speak about Mandela and you speak about the world around you and you speak about opening your eyes, like your core is Mandela, but you, you've branched out into so many other things. And if you start putting that into those videos that aren't you live streaming, because yeah, there's you live streaming and that's one-on-one time, but then there's your production. Then there's really? other things that you've done that are really cool, right? And when you start putting together those 15, 20 minute videos, That shit adds up. It just keeps adding up and adding up and more people can find you and more people can hear the message and more people can share this. Here, take a direct look at this. These are the things that you should look at, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's actually it surprises me that you're not on um, TikTok because TikTok is going crazy for Mandela right now. There's so many people doing Mandela videos on TikTok. And I'm like, you're the you're in my opinion, you're the king of Mandela. And because you've been around the most talking about it, the most pushing it the most. And it's such a really fascinating topic. And truth be told, Mandela was the last Mandela was the one that I was aware of, but didn't necessarily get involved with until the absolute end. Uh, not the absolute end. That's implying that we're at the absolute end. But
1: it was, <laughs> it was Shit, the- man! This <laughs> thing is like doomsday fast, man. man we, just, wow. we just, we how just, much time, how much time we got left here
0: <laughs> after I, when I, when, when this goes up, it's over game over.
2: <laughs> End of times.
0: But yeah, Fuck. I mean there's something, there's something next. But so let me let me rephrase that. The last one that I jumped in on was Doomsday or was Doomsday. Damn it. I did it again. Mandela. I don't uh I don't there hasn't been something else that's been like you need to know about this. Um mm-hmm. I think Tartaria and Starforts and Mud Floods, I think that may have been after Mandela. It, it was. Um, or around the same time. But it's like yeah. once your brain catches on to something, you're like, okay, well, I don't you can't just stop here. Because it's like once this one truth is revealed, the whole house of cards comes down. Yeah. You know, yeah. and whatever that is. For me, again, same as you, it was 9-11. I had so many questions about 9-11 after. What's going on here? Oh shoot. All right. Never mind. I'm just playing with production value, ladies and gentlemen. If I had an assistant. Um I don't know I could prattle on for hours but yes you should have I'm looking forward to and will heavily promote any way I can your videos when they come out thank you and I will Uh,
1: take time to produce some nice ones I just don't have the equipment to do it never have and now I will have it Uh, within like two weeks I will have everything I have to get it set up obviously I bought a green screen too and all that I just haven't used it yet because I don't have everything I need so I'm going to do everything all at once and uh yeah it's going to be good I can not it sucks to me, try to, even trying to clip videos on this laptop just to for show prep and just to put little things together, little montages for show. It's it's the biggest hassle with this laptop, you know. Yeah, I
0: just upgraded myself. I, I went with a, a simple one, but an amazing little machine that I didn't need to go I uh, custom built a Dell G5. This this thing is just incredible. i7 fast fast fast, whole 9 handles it. And I've got, but I've got the, I've, I, I went cheap. I hooked the TV up. So right in front of me is the 45 inch. And then to my left is the 27 inch. And to my right is the actual laptop. And then right here is a um, mirrorless camera that I, I picked up a Fujifilm above me. I've got the lighting. I've got the lighting over here as well. I've got the Sure SM7B. I've got the Gator arm, I've got the Rode Podcaster, Rodecaster Pro, but it took me a long time to inch by inch piece this out, right? And then eventually you sort of replace it. But life isn't about getting it right the first time. Life is about enjoying the journey and the process. I started my podcast talking into my earphones, the just the the, the ones that come with the phone. That's how I started the podcast. You can go-
1: first couple years man i used to annoy the shit out of people i used to use a bluetooth logitech wireless headset and the mic that came with it the audio quality is like just out you, you know what those sound like yes. i mean it's been bad for video game chatting uh that's what i used to do to do my radio shows for like two three years <laughs> people like dude you gotta get like a 50 dollar microphone what are you doing <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's true man audio audio is huge especially in my gig audio is huge uh, and we're jumping into video. So the great thing is about you learning about video editing is I can just I can just hand you my stuff and be like, here's here's a bunch of money. Make this perfect, and you're like, no problem. All right. Video editing <laughs> is complicated, man. I haven't. I, it's yeah. it's complicated right at the beginning. Just like everything that anyone can do, it's complicated at first until you know you get good at it. Much like walking. Very, and speaking. very.
1: Fucking time consuming as hell, man. But especially if you don't have a fast machine, it it makes the time consuming tenfold. I don't. I can't even bother with it on here you know. That's true.
2: No. That's
0: so, let's jump from business. Oh, I've fallen over. There we go. Now we're back. Uh, let's jump back into some Mandela's. What are some of the newer ones that that the audience wants to hear about, uh, I want to hear about? Since Well,
1: I know one one that What about the one that's been bothering the shit out of you lately? Has to do with sports.
0: Oh, man, there's a lot of stuff that bothered me. Uh, sports?
1: College football. Oh my god. Yeah.
0: The Heisman Trophy. So you're okay. I'm gonna let you tell that story. Obviously, you're better at it. But that one All blows right, my mind know. because the Heisman the why it why it personally affected me is because of Al Bundy. Al Bundy was the Heisman, always did the Heisman, right? Al Bundy, everybody oh, okay. knows Al Bundy, four touchdowns, one game, Polk high. Al Bundy, man, if you're if you're 40 in and around, you know what the Heisman Trophy is supposed to look like. And then you put that shit up. I'm like, this is bullshit. Yeah, go into it. Go into it for sure.
1: Yeah, so I'll just tell people real quick. So the Heisman Trophy, for anybody that doesn't know, it's like the top college football player of the year award. Um, So basically, the Heisman Trophy. Now, I know not everybody, a lot of people in here on the podcast, but it basically used to be his left leg up and his left arm out to the side like this for the people that see the video and the people that are listening, left leg up left left arm out to the side the Heisman trophy now has both feet on the ground and the hand the left hand is out in front almost doing like a, like he's directing traffic and telling a car to stop he's almost doing like a stop uh, sign with his hand. Now, if you go back and you look, like you said, Al Bundy's done it. If you go back and you look at uh, any college football player uh, that's campaigning for the Heisman, like they're having a good year and they score a touchdown, for instance, they'll go and pose. They'll lift the one leg up and the one arm out to the side over and over again. It's been done by everybody. You know, Desmond Howard was really popular with it. People, Ricky Williams did it. OJ Simpson. I showed guys back in like the 50s and maybe even the 40s that were doing it everybody does it with the one leg up, but now it's always been both feet on the ground. And there's a lot of statues like this with the Mandela effect that have shifted. So it's very interesting that the sports award like that would change. Um, guys, just go look at people doing the Heisman pose. Anybody that listens to this after Google it, but you guys all know it. it was one leg up in the air. Look at the Heisman trophy. Now though it's both feet on the ground. And it always has been. The trophy hasn't been officially changed where it used to be one leg up in this reality. In this reality, it's always been both feet on the ground. Uh, I even showed pictures, a video with Obama holding the trophy in his hand. It's the new way with both feet on the ground and one hand out, but he's posing the old way. Endless, endless residue of people doing it. Endless, on the football field all the time in front of 50,000 people, 100,000 people, whatever's in these big football stadiums, you know? just doing the Heisman to celebrate and they're all doing it wrong. And they're all doing it the same as each other though. That's the important thing with the Mandela effect. People say, oh, somebody just got something wrong. People just misremember things, but we all misremember things and do them the exact same way as each other in unison around the world. Nothing's going on here. I mean, come
0: on. As you're talking, my brain is just like, just spinning. Like, where are we? What are the possibilities? Because again, all these new thoughts and these new these new possibilities, these new situations, is you are in a spot where your brain is remembering something. Your brain is also functioning on something. when something new comes in, you're correlating, like learning a new language. If you're learning French, you know, and you and you're and you're thinking about the words in French, like maison. Maison is house. So and you're correlating it back. So all the new stuff that we're learning right now, we're learning some fifth dimensional, sixth dimensional business. And we're trying to speak of it in third dimensional terms. It's like all the new stuff that we're learning is there's a, there's a language that you know we can't fill this in. So we just have to embrace and experience it because this, this Mandela is, it's not going away. Why would they no. change a the trophy? Who are they? What's the experience? What are we doing? What are we, what, what's going on with our brains? Like there's so much more to it. I fucking love it. I love it.
1: You uh, want another new one? I'll give you another one. I got another new one since I've been on here last.
0: Yeah, for sure. Bring. Him.
1: So, and it was good because I've been able to show some people that a huge name, uh, you know, so-called like leaders in the Christian community or whatever, and they all they all say things the way they used to be in the Bible. And um, there's two verses in Exodus in the Bible that uh, have to do with the angel of death at Passover. And in every version that I've been able to see from King James to NIV to, you know, all the popular ones you can find on all the sites, uh, all of them, and everybody remembers the angel of death, they've all changed the Lord. So now it's actually God himself going over and doing all the killing instead of the angel of death. That's in Exodus 12, Exodus 12, 12, and Exodus 12, 29. Well, God's
0: getting his hands dirty.
1: God's getting his hands dirty rather than having the angel of death do it.
0: So if our reality, okay, so say there's no beginning and no end of time, time is just a loop. If you and I are experiencing these Mandela effects, like I have no idea what brings them to your attention, right? But once they're in your attention, they're, they're brought to other people's attentions. So there's this loop. And if nobody paid attention to it, then it would just continue to change. Like the Chicago World's Fair, for example, right? Nobody asked any questions about that. These buildings were built to be destroyed. Nobody has any questions until we started asking questions. And if time is just a loop and they keep changing it, right? Then we could theoretically be in a much smaller space than we ever had initially imagined. Oh, yeah. And what's happening is we're just rotating around the circle. and, And by the time we get back to where we started, the Mandela has spun it. So it's a completely different experience. So all of the people or anyone say anyone observing us could be like, okay, well now we're going to go into this cycle and now we're going to go into this cycle. And it's just a circle that we're all just going around in this big circle, this circle of existence, which is, I don't know, 80 to 150 years. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: And it's just constantly changing little bits of this, little bit of that, but that's what history is. Like people don't even question the quote unquote dark ages all of a sudden, it went from the year twelve thousand, twelve hundred to to, to seventeen eighty four. You know, yeah, uh, yep. or not twelve hundred. I mean, whatever. I mean, theoretically, and by definition, Jesus was here a lot, a lot sooner than 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 two thousand twenty one years ago.
1: You mean like a lot more recently to, yeah. to us now? Yeah, like he was yeah. probably
0: here like nine hundred years ago.
1: Yeah, because it's probably at least a thousand years missing.
0: Yeah, the Dark Ages. Right. But it's like, well, what happened? You know, was when Jesus died, was it all of a sudden year one? We don't even ask these questions. We don't even really care. We just accept where we are right now. So as the Mandela keeps altering its path, there are rippled out effects from the Mandela, obviously, I'm assuming, but as it keeps rolling and rolling and rolling, um, people are in tune with the frequency that is the constant change. And this is, I'm just spitballing here. I'm thinking about this as we go, but the way the Mandela changes certain things is the kids growing up right now will never know our Heisman Trophy, right? And then the Heisman Trophy could change a little bit, a little bit more. Maybe they're t- testing it, dabbling it, seeing if anybody noticed. And then one day it just never existed because
1: it's well, it could so- change a little bit more. We've we've seen incremental changes with the Statue of Liberty, the Thinker statue, and these other statues. Not just one change, right? We talked about Statue of Liberty earlier, the Thinker statue. Uh, let me take my my hands on this, but uh, the thinker statue, you know, it used to be like this for anybody that doesn't know, anybody that's listening used to have the fist to the forehead. If you can think of the thinker statue, it used to be fist to the forehead, right fist to the forehead, right elbow on the knee. And then at some point, the Mandela effect changed it and the fist went under the chin, but it continued to change. Then it went like this, almost like Mr. Spock doing the Vulcan thing, under the chin, like this. And then you see the camera and I'm, I'm sorry, I forgot we're on radio. So basically the fist to the head, then it went fist to chin. Then the hand spread apart like a Vulcan sign under the chin. So this is incremental changes as we're watching something to changes. And then it's like all miscontorted and the right elbow is now crossed over on the left knee with spread fingers underneath the chin of the thinker statue. This is how the thinker statue looks now. Completely different than it looked just a few years ago. It's craziness, dude, craziness. And so, yeah, that that uh, Heisman statues, it's I'd say it's likely to change again. The Statue of Liberty, these changes have been incremental from the torch to the change to her stepping off the platform to the change on the book. They did not all just like happen in 2016 or 2017 or whatever at once. That's indeed these things right here are very key with the Mandela effect, too, Adam. You know why? Because these things are. One of the reasons why I'm able to debunk uh, in my own estimation, my own opinion, uh, why I uh, dismiss uh, certain theories like uh, we came from another timeline, another parallel universe, another Earth, or there was one big shift. Well, why do I see incremental changes in front of me? And for me, there's one reality uh, and it's it's in flux.
0: Fluid. For sure. I'm looking at the thinker right now. I'm like, this isn't the thinker. If I ever saw this, I'd be like, who ripped off the thinker? Like this mm-hmm. looks like it just looks like a shitty statue.
1: I have a surprise for you today too. Oh boy! I haven't shown anybody yet. Yeah.
0: Oh, an exclusive. Ah, welcome to it. What the fuck, though? This is. Oh man, the thinker was definitely. Mm-hmm. I don't
1: the like residue that. is insane. Um, I have residue showing Arnold Schwarzenegger doing it, all sorts of celebrities, right? Yeah. That actually became a bodybuilding a pose in bodybuilding called the thinker. And it's literally the right fist to the forehead. It's not to the chin. This guy's naked.
0: For shame. So what is...
1: Well, one thing I should mention before we get to the surprise. Um, So we talked about photographs earlier. You asked me about photographs of people in the torch. And I said, no, I don't have those. Photographs change with the effects from everything we've seen. I've actually got two surprises for you today. Oh, (laughs) okay let me get back before i forget one of them so fo- the photographs uh will change now here's the thing so say you took a picture of sorry about that amateur hour say you took a picture of the thinker uh before it changed when it was still fist to the forehead if you pulled that photograph out now it would represent what you see online in your searches with the whole fit you know the hand under the chin the elbows on the wrong leg your photograph will change mm-hmm. but if you took a picture there are people that took pictures in front of the thinker statue so there's one woman that takes a picture in front of the thinker statue and she's posing with uh, you know, the fist to the forehead. The statue behind her has changed though. And it's got the fist to the chin. She's standing in front of it, dude. And then there's another one where there's like a whole, looks like a field trip of kids. There's like 50 kids all around it. And they've all got their fist to the forehead. Meanwhile, the statue behind them, it's got the fist under the chin. So they're all just doing it the way it used to be. but And they're actually at the location. It's you know, it's not like they're just out in a playground. They're at a location of one of these thinker statues. Weird. Surprise! You want to, two surprises? You might have seen this one. I've done a video on it. Have you seen my recent videos on Haas avocados?
0: No, no, I have not.
1: Do you are you aware of the Haas avocado mandala thing?
0: Uh, I am not. I uh, no. Share with me and the audience. Let's go.
1: Do you know what a Haas avocado is? I don't. I don't
0: care much. I never got on the avocado bandwagon
1: yeah not, you know you know you know okay so uh well anyways the only brand name of avocado i even knew was haas and it was h-a-a-s okay now in this reality it's been mandela affected this is a, this is an older one uh now it's h-a-s-s Hass. so no double a it's a double s this guy's name in german now went from what it now means hate Hass means hate in german so a lot of people have made a big deal about that but this is one of those things like where his name actually changed with the product. So the Haas Avocados is now Haas, H-A-S-S. So anybody listening to this podcast, you probably know Haas Avocados. Well, they've never existed now. They've always been H-A-S-S. Look it up. It's crazy. Uh, His last name has changed. And what I was actually able to get that somebody sent me. So there was an ad on Kroger's uh, website, grocery store, and it showed the old spelling, you know? H-A-A-S the way I remember, and it was an image of a package. And I'm like, Well, I just told you the images change, right? We just talked about that. So what like, this is really unique. How did this image not change? Um When Mandela effects happen, we have residue, as we've talked about. Residue is like the leftover evidence, but usually all official versions change, right? Like every official copy of Star Wars will change. Every official automobile and their emblem will change. But if you've done artwork, it might remain. If you've done a parody or you wore a C-3PO costume, it was probably all gold and didn't have a silver leg. Like the Mandela effect changed it into the Star Wars movie now. There's very few rare exceptions, but there are some with some original merchandise for whatever reason won't change h-a-a-s i had somebody i had three people go in the store to buy this to see if they could find the product i tried to order the haas from it off the online it said this product doesn't exist and it redirected me to Haas. right so i sent like three people to the grocery store to buy this right the first person that went and bought it she got the packaging her packaging had the new reality H-A-S-S on it, okay? And then I had somebody send me this one. It's the same exact... Sorry, I'm having camera issues. It's the same exact uh, style of Haas avocados, this frozen private selection. And this one, for whatever reason, has not changed yet. So it's like the Mandela effect changes something, and then it's kind of cleaning up all the evidence behind it. For whatever reason, this hasn't changed. This is original packaging. This shouldn't even exist in the Mandela effect-like world because this should have changed this is like some significant residue right here i also was able to send people into uh walmart walmart also has residue in the pos system at walmart they filmed it too i had somebody go in and ring up a haas avocado h-a-a-s it hasn't changed in the walmart pos system we've hit two walmart so far it hasn't changed yet but if you go and look the name of it has always been h-a-s-s
0: you should pin that somewhere in plain sight you know in case it does change
1: people are saying i should put a 24/7 webcam on it i don't know what we would see right yeah
0: so we wouldn't see anything point. until it changed
1: right and then when yeah. it changed it would have always yeah.
0: changed so there's no point in it's not like it would there wouldn't be a timeline it's just that right. once that's changed it's always been different
1: you know what I did is I I did a video showing this packaging and I said, this is what I'm going to do because you guys do know this is this exact packaging with the new reality spelling on it out there. I've even told you that somebody went and bought it and I showed you guys images. I'm going to show you guys the barcode and everything from this bag. So if I tell you this changes and I bring it back out, you know, it's the exact same bag and I put it all on camera. I told everybody to screenshot it. So if that changes, people will know. Now, Surprise! I have for you is something that actually just happened to me. Literally, we started the show at 1 p.m. Eastern time. Yes, sir. This happened to me at about at about 12:45. I almost had a heart attack 15 minutes before we went on the air. Uh, you don't even know. Okay. So, are you aware of the Stouffer's stove top stuffing Mandela effect?
0: I think so. It's now Stovers, right?
1: No, now Stouffer's never had stove top stuffing, and it's always been crap. In this reality.
0: Wait, so it went from stofers to stovers.
1: Never Excuse stovers. Me. It just went from it just went from stover stovetop stuffing to it always being craft, and stofers stove top stuffing has never existed. So anybody listening to the show right now, stofers stovetop stuffing, you probably got it. No, you haven't. It's never existed in this reality. It's always been craft. Now, this isn't a company change, brand change. Oh, one company can sell to another, Brian. Sure. Well, show me the documented proof when when that transaction happened because it didn't. It's always been Kraft. It did did go through one other company uh, before that. It might have been like General Foods or something, but never ever ever Stouffer's. Now I've told you the Mandela effect uh, trolls me sometimes. I believe we talked about this. The Mandela effect gets very personal. Like my neighborhood has changed. It's done things to me where I've went to present things online and then articles had changed in front of me to mock me. Uh, and I just laugh at it. I, I I take it. I think it, I think it's hilarious. So now last night, and I'm just gonna, I'm gonna take a screen share in a second. Let me just open this video. This out. Okay, so last night I did a show uh with rose triple seven karen b mac parhar i brought in three more guests after truth seeker 69 christian nap Tommy tell the truth we streamed for four and a half hours um uh, well you, you did you hear the story about the masonic halls being burned down and they blamed it on yeah. this guy and the, yeah. okay so i was covering that last night right i was on the cbc uh cbc website up there in canada and i'm going to show you what happened so we were doing a live stream now watch this. I I did a live stream last night. I'm going to get a screen share. Hold on. How do I do a screen share? Where is it? Uh, I see it.
0: I might have to give you permission. I
1: don't know. Yeah, I think you do. Uh,
0: screen sharing.
2: Uh, how about that?
1: Okay, perfect. So where is my media player? Here is my media player. So last night, we we're all on, all on the stream, right? And then, you know, I have a few channels, obvious reasons, and then I decided to premiere the video this morning because it was a really good stream. So we've got like 75 people watching the premiere this morning, and me and one other person noticed something really crazy on the screen. So what you're watching here is the CBC site where they're covering the stuff in Vancouver, the Masonic Hall is burning and all that. I'm literally on their site. This is their advertisement. This isn't anything I put on the screen. Let's let it play. This happened to we're watching my video from last night that I did with Rose, Karen, Mack, Fokker, um, same person, uh, Jen, Christian, Tommy. Okay? Look at on the CBC page where I was reading the story about the Vancouver fires. What in the fuck? What is this stofers ad? There's a Stouffer's stovetop ad in my video. Um, I'm on, back on the website now. I'm trying keep to keep watching. Ad to pop Watch what happens up. really crazy right here. I'm back on the site right now. It has a sprout ad. I'm hoping this will change. Maybe we can get a, uh, stove is stovetop stuffing ad to pop back up. I, I can't even believe that's in my video from last night. Come on. Give me something. I'm going to keep checking it. <clears throat> Again, we'll go back. The video's paused right there. Look at it, just zoomed oh, in. Just zoomed in. Look at Stovers. It's like <laughs> pulsating at me to look at it, dude. And it shouldn't even exist. Isn't look that crazy? It. What is this? It's gone. This is the CBC site, the Canadian news site. And I'm getting trolled with Mandela effect residue that shouldn't exist. Stofers, stovetop. It keeps popping up. Insane. I wish I would have flipped the video, but I was having a little trouble right there. But yeah, it was flipping up a stove stovetop stuffing. Now, in this reality, that's craft. That would say craft on it, not stofers. That's in their advertisement on their website. I went back to that webpage today to look at the same article. I refreshed it a bunch of times. I could not get the ad to pop back up, but it's in my video. The other crazy thing is nobody noticed it. You got a bunch of Mandela effect people watching the live stream last night, 150 people maybe. Nobody even noticed it. And then today in the premiere, me and this other guy, Voynich, he's like, did you just see that on the bottom corner of the screen? I'm like, did you see that Stofis thing? I'm like, what is that? That's crazy, right? That's that's nuts. I'm gonna see literally. It. That's showing you the is stovetop stuffing the way it used to be when it was stofers, Now it's Kraft, and it's flashing it up as an advertisement, and then it pulsated at me so I could like read it, Clara. Like, whoa! <laughs> Hold on here. Dinner's almost on. Do you want potatoes or
2: stovetop stuffing with a chicken?
1: Stovetop stuffing. Stuffing. Stuffing instead of potatoes. Delicious stovetop brand stuffing takes just 15 minutes to make on top of the stove. Stovetop is a natural choice with chicken. Serve it any night. This is delicious.
2: Leave it to mom to serve stuffing instead of potatoes.
1: I'll leave it to you to ask for it. Stovetop stuffing instead of potatoes. Ask your family. Yeah.
0: So, they're in that commercial.
1: They're just saying stovetop, though. They're not saying the brand. Well, even in the that. box,
0: there's no brand on the box whatsoever.
1: Yeah, uh, the craft did take the logo off the box, so it went from basically the same as the Stovers, and then it had a craft label right at the top there. Uh, within the last year or so, craft has removed the their name from the front of the box, uh, like near that top red portion, for whatever reason. But they are still the people that own it. Crazy that we didn't see that last night and we see it today and Stofers is like pulsating at me on my screen. I'm like, what? I'm going to make a short video of that after, like right when we're off the air. It's really crazy. These little reality trolls, you know, it's like.
0: (laughs) So if there's an entity that's making these things take place, these shifts, then there would be an entity that's aware of you and busting your balls. Yeah,
2: which is so. I'm not saying
1: I'm not the only one. Well,
0: that's where, that's where it comes into like our belief of where we are, but it's not real, right? Our belief of where we are is based on the information that we have, you know, if two plus two is four in this reality, we'll never understand that two plus two is really 16 because we'll mm. never have that information right? until we do. And then we can sort of trail back and, and, and. And that sort of stuff. I remember that it's kind of neat because there's so many times where guys like you and me back in the day, we would fight the trolls or we would fight the people that didn't agree with us or we would try to convince them, you know. But I found now more often than not, again, guys like you and me are talking to guys like you and me and we're sharing our knowledge and expanding upon it. We're not fighting anybody anymore. We're just like, okay, well, so you see this, this, and this, and I see this, this, and this. Well, what about this, this, and this? And they're like, oh, fuck, look at that, you know. Like, I, I don't know. And and it's funny too, because every time I catch a Mandela, because your energy is Mandela, I'm like, I've got to share this with Brian. He's either seen it or read it. He hasn't, you know, I don't know. I don't know if I've, I don't know if I've caught you off guard with any of them, but I've seen a few of them that just blow my mind. And then who's to say that we aren't wrong. You know, I don't, maybe, maybe my memory and and all of your memories and, and everybody's memories aren't wrong. Right. And you can't even compare because even if you ask somebody, do you remember Our visualization of what's being responded back to us is, is our interpretation. You know, I don't know. That's, that's a convoluted thought process and statement, but never in the history of anything has it ever been craft stovetop. Who the fuck buys a box of craft craft in Canada is craft dinner. That's it. Katie, a big box of Katie. And I didn't even think that was available in the States.
1: Craft stovetop. Never heard of it in my life. It was always Stover's. And the only reason I bought other Stover's food after like their French bread pizza was because I knew them from their stovetop stuffing. Hmm. That was their most famous food product. Now they've never had it. And now it's popping up on the Canadian website as we're doing the live stream last night, trolling me. (laughs) Like, what is that? You know, that's crazy. So random. Literally happened. I literally saw this like minutes before we were to go live. I was like freaking out. I ran downstairs to show Karen. I was like, look at this. It's like this is crazy.
0: One of my uh one of my most famous pieces of residue is I'm looking at this right here, and they're like, it almost looks like people are trolling this uh the stovetop stofers. But my most famous piece is the uh is the Intercontinental Championship belt.
1: Yeah. The I love that
0: one. On, the one that's above me. It uh it uh when North back when North America was directly above South America. Mm-hmm that's crazy that you brought that to my attention it's crazy that now it's it's was it the canal runs east and west instead of north and south oh wait yeah now it runs east and west no now it runs north and south where it used to run yeah east and
1: south. South, south south america is like 1500 miles over to the east now so picture it way off to the right now the tip of central america anybody that's listening um tip of central america no longer hits south america on the north side of it it hits it on the left side of it so the canal is basically north and south it's got a little northeast southwest angle going to it but it is not east and west and south america is completely way over you talked about the belt the belt has residue of south america underneath north america uh wrestling's full of residue there. u.s championship they just changed it several months ago uh but right before they changed it they still had the uh american flag with the red stripe underneath the blue the way it used to be mm-hmm. i went to kohl's the other day uh just yesterday or the day before Uh, residue everywhere with the american flag with the red stripe under the blue now it's always been white in this reality uh it's insane
0: i don't think it's a mandela effect but i I do remember when uh, the american flag on all um on all depictions of it um military or what have you always had the stars in the top left now they're always in the top right corner
1: Oh, no, people have talked about that being a change because they've looked at some of their old uniforms and they think that they're swapped now, the direction of the flag. I can't verify that, but people have talked about that, yeah.
0: So back in the day, is that a Mandela effect or did they just change it?
1: If this, you have to go look at patches sewn on things back in the day and see, I haven't looked into that one much, but people are saying they think that is a change, but I, I'm not going to put my, you know, I'm not going to bank on that because I could be, you know, I'm not, I'm not sure. But people have talked about that might be a change. I know exactly what you're talking about. So when the flag's hanging upside down on somebody's sleeve, if, if this, where the stars are, right? Yeah. The flag's pointing down. Yeah.
0: No, the flag, the flag is usually like, it's the flag, right? And then the stars and stripes used to be in the top left and now they're in the top right. Yeah.
1: Oh, I know. I haven't really seen that. With the flag still sideways, like it should be yeah,
0: a picture of a flag, just a, like a wide open flag that's on a pad.
1: Really? Oh, wow. No, I haven't really seen that.
0: It's like what 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 that first made me realize was like uh, you know they bastardize everything that's holy and they try to reverse it, which was when they reversed the flags. Because there was for the longest time the flag was always top left, the stars the stars were top left. I don't know, I don't. know. Maybe well, I'm. Maybe
1: we were, talking I'm about, we we're talking about we we're talking about you're talking about wrestling I now. Mean, you want residue wrestling? I mean, look at the Million Dollar Man's outfit. <laughs> He's got dollar signs all over it. He's got the Million Dollar Belt dollar signs, mm-hmm. two lines through the S. In this reality, it's always been one line. So anybody listening, you probably remember the two lines through the dollar sign and the one through the penny, at least if you're from the United States. Well, it's always been one line through both now. And if you think, well, that's just stupid, Brian, no. And I could say, well, look at your keyboard. And you could be like, well, my phone got an update. Uh, You know, they updated it. No, look at your keyboard, your physical keyboard in front of you on your computer. Take a look at your dollar sign. It's right above the four. Guarantee you it's got one line on it, even if you have an old typewriter. You're going to have one line through the S instead of two. and But Million Dollar Man and so many rappers that you could imagine with the dollar sign hanging. There's residue for that everywhere. But it's always been one line.
0: Is it possible that it was always both?
1: No, uh, I don't think it was always both. Um, they'll tell you that the only reason people remember it ever being two lines is because back in the day, the early money bags had a U on it. It stood for like whatever the hell it stood for. There was like a U. So it's not, they're saying it was never two lines through the S. It was like a U through the S and that you just didn't see the bottom. It's, it's this crazy convoluted story.
0: It was always two lines in my mind.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: The other one that I was just thinking of when we were talking about that money. Oh, yeah. The other one that bothers me or that makes me laugh is flavor, flave. That motherfucker was always flavor, flavor, flave.
1: Not anymore. Flavor Flav is now Flavor spelled properly like Flavor, the word Flavor. Uh, Other rappers that have changed the group, Bell, Biv, DeVoe. Bell was B-E-L. Now it's B-E-L-L with two L's. It was one L. It was Bell, Biv, DeVoe. Uh, It wasn't Bell spelled the normal Bell way. That's kind of like the Chick-fil-A change. Like if Bell, Biv, DeVoe was always spelled like the word Bell, why would people quote-unquote misspell it and drop an L and spell B-E-L the way that's not normal. You know what I mean? Same thing with Chick-fil-A. Why would everybody spell Chick-fil-A, C-H-I-C, if it's always been C-H-I-C-K like it is in this reality? And that's how you spell the word Chick. Why would people all just drop a K and make up this other word, you know? Kind of like the word dilemma. Why would people put a silent N in a word where it supposedly never existed? It was supposedly all crazy. We're talking about a silent N, people. Now, dilemma has never had a silent N in it. It's always had a double M.
0: Dilemma had an N in it?
1: Yeah. D-I-L-E-M-N-A. Yeah, many of us remember a silent N. Now, it's always been a double M.
0: Yeah, I don't come from the reality that it's it's ever been anything but a double, double M but I also believe that we all come from different realities. Oh
1: yeah. Oh, well, I don't, you know, one of the biggest Mandela effects that people talk about is the, the what Star Wars, isn't the C3PO it's the, it's the Darth Vader. And I disagree with that for me, it's always been, no, I am your father, just as it is in the movie now, but uh, for many people, and there is residue though. I mean, even James Earl Jones says he's read the script and when he was reading the script and it's came to the pot where it said, Luke, I am your father. He says the words right out of his mouth, but I don't remember that. I, and you know what's weird about the Mandela effect is like you talked about dual memories and things earlier sometimes people remember like you know they, they never looked at Mandela effect to the last couple of years but then they'll be like i remember when fruit loops changed for me in 1999 or something people have stories like this and i remember when i was a kid on the playground in elementary school and obviously i was a huge star wars fan at the time already I remember correcting kids that would say, Luke, I am your father and me correcting them and telling them it was no, I am your father. Having this conversation with people when I was a little kid, it's very fucking weird, right? But it's just what I remember.
0: <laughs> my my memory of that is Luke and yelling it into a fan. Luke, I am and your
1: father. It's never been. <laughs> and most, most people would tell you they remember Luke as well. And I'm like the rare exception on that one, but it isn't Luke. It's no, I am your father. That's just one that does not affect me.
2: I am your father.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Nah, I love that stuff. I love it because it it just, I don't know, for me, it's just like, well, what, you know, you're not wrong and I'm not wrong. So how are we both right? You know, that too. I don't know. I, I just think that's fantastic. That's what I love about this Bandela business. I love that everybody's right. No matter how they believe what they believe, because that's just us essentially contradicting our own memories. And we don't even know what our memories are. We don't. We don't know what they are. We don't know where we're getting them. We don't know what they, you know, what they, we don't know. We, we think we know. And that's, oh, fuck. That's what psychedelics are good for, man. <laughs> you really dabble in I,
1: I can't tell you the last time I ever did anything like that. I smoke a lot of weed, but... It, I haven't done any uh, anything else like that in a while. I wanted to try DMT, it just never uh, came to fruition. People talk about that a lot. I was willing to try it like a year ago, but kind of the plans fell through. You ever tried anything like that?
0: I wouldn't. I don't think I'd want to do DMT. My problem with DMT is there's so many, there's so much talk about DMT being, you know, in the spiritual realm and all that sort of stuff, and how you know it's such a, I want to say, predictable area where they're saying that they're even mapping the DMT reality, like everybody goes to the same place on DMT. Apparently this is the statement.
2: Yeah. That's
1: so, what I've heard.
0: So much so that, 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 um, psychonauts are like, they're going there on a regular basis and mapping out the area. That well, like, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't, <laughs> you know, I'm not, I don't know. I don't know about that. Um, I think it's cool. I think, I think what it represents is cool. Um, But I think psychedelics have always been uh, phenomenal, like like mushrooms, for example. Um,
1: See, I just can't eat them. They fucking I can't eat mushrooms, even regular mushrooms. I want to throw up.
0: Well, you should. uh, Where are we here? Oh yeah, there's no autofocus on that. I can't. Yeah, sorry. There's no autofocus on this. I got the manual. I got the manual lens on. Look here. Take a look at this audience. It's Great. What this (laughs) is. This is Scooby Snacks, man. If you go to my website and you go under exclusive offers, uh, you can order these. Uh,
1: They are edible psychedelics. What is your website? Tell people your website that are going to watch this later. Oh, that's
0: right. Uh, This is for your show. Uh, Now, this only, I think, as far as I know, this only applies to Canadians. But if you go to the mentalmasteryalliance.com and you go under the uh, exclusive offers tab, we have Scalar Energy that's coming. Uh, and we have a connection with the psychedelics guys out of uh, British Columbia.
1: Oh, he's just
0: left. Oh, now he's back.
1: someone was. I thought someone was hollering for me.
0: Oh, so you're on the psychedelics? I see. Um, and I've never been. I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't do drugs. I don't smoke weed. I don't drink. I don't. Uh, I don't smoke cigarettes. I don't. I don't do anything. It's been four years since I since I consumed a mind altering. Um, Item, uh, okay. three and a half years, to be honest. Um, so come November before, but I took two of these yesterday, Scooby snacks off the website and, uh, man, what an enjoyable experience. Like it, it's not a, it's not a That's huge trip. Like I'm not, you're not getting nuts. It's a, you know, it's a very light body buzz, but it just opens your mind to just, um, let me tap into these thoughts. Let me have these thoughts. Let me check this out. Right. Um, some people refer to them as nootropics because this is What's actually in here is, this is six capsules and it comes to about 1.5 grams of mushrooms altogether and they're capsules. And in it is uh ginkgo biloba, uh, bee pollen, spearmint, ginseng, uh, spirulina, and 200. So those are all 50 milligrams each and 250 milligrams of psychosylin cu- cubensis, so, sorry, sil- psilocybe cubensis, which is just a, a brand of mushroom. So I figured I'd just try them out. I mean, I'm not going to go nuts. I don't ever want to go crazy again. Like DMT is a commitment, right? When I was younger, I did acid. (laughs) Why not? You know, uh, that was like high school and stuff like that. So, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of freedom inside my brain because of the drugs that I did back in the day. Um, But that's my journey. My journey brought me to that. My journey put me there. Like I I used to, these are things like I would never talk about, you know, but apparently in this, I don't even know when this took place because I'm so far out of, the, out of the loop. But but it's not even illegal to have mail order mushrooms. You order these things online and they mail them to you. So nice. it took me like it, it took like three days to get here from British Columbia. Now again, I don't know about the Americans watching this. I don't know if there's some sort of cross border mushroom delivery issue. Um, but in Canada, you're if you're fair game. If you're Canadian, you can go to the website. You can order yourself a bunch of mushrooms. Twenty five percent off your first order through us. So nice. It's, uh, you know, it's good. And these are the things that we're going to start stockpiling as well. We're going to start stockpiling things that I like on the website. Just affiliates that, you know, that make sense. Uh, things that we trust to help you, uh, to anyone that listens to us, to help you get sort of a, a better idea of what you might want to do. And nothing's forced. Nothing's anything. It's just here, man. Check it out. Do it. Connect with us. Try this. See if you like it, you know. The world's changing. Uh, you'd, you'd be insane to think it's not. So... You know, for us to be able to offer what, what we think is good, um, in, in a in a in a world that is telling you to yeah. shut the fuck up everywhere you look. You know, don't have an opinion, don't have a thought, don't do this, don't do that. Like it's just we're in a spot right now where where you might as well try everything. And if you can get your hands on some mushrooms, you should try them. Don't go nuts, don't go ham. Test your ability, see what your body's all about. But this will connect things inside your mind. Do some research on it, man. Uh, nootropics, this is a healthy, organic nootropic nootropics were back in the day. That's the, you know, like, like an Adderall or a Ritalin. Um, but these, these, these blend, these, these create, I don't know, massive amounts of creativity. They do. Uh, they put me to sleep (laughs) for the most part, but I am, I am no longer a seasoned narcotics or they're not even drugs. And that's the biggest lie. Drugs are pharmaceuticals, man. Mushrooms grow out of the ground it has been said that every mushroom travels on a mycelium network the secrets of secrets of the dawn of time are in the mushrooms and this is the start you can go you can look this up you can do everything you know this is this is the stuff that that changes it all i'm a huge fan too of monatomic gold Monatomic gold is a very Eastern thing. There's, there's this huge notifications of, you know, this is apparently a, a soil type substance that disappeared in sunlight and reappeared in darkness. This is a a, a substance that, you know, had anti-gravity um, traits and all that sort of stuff. All of these things may or may not be real, but they're fascinating to be able to look at and say this, you know, this contributes to my life. And so many people mm-hmm. are just like, the only thing that contributes to my life is working nine to five and being afraid of everything they tell me to be afraid of. God.
1: yeah. Yeah,
0: that's not for me. That's not for anyone that's got you know two lines in their dollar signs. No. <laughs> so I don't know. Is there is there another Mandela that you got sort of stored away that that uh, I I mean I I'd love to hear one.
1: An another new one
0: that I haven't brought up. Well, anyone, whatever your favorite one is, because again, this audience hasn't heard the other two shows, so.
1: Well, OK, well, one of my other favorite ones is we, we, we talked about Black Tom earlier. I'd like to yeah. talk about another historical one. Sure. Yeah. So I told you guys how uh because of Black Tom, that attack in 1916 and the whole thing, um, Statue of Liberty, Torch being damaged, nobody ever being there. So that bumps Pearl Harbor up now to what, you know, like the second attack and 9-11 would be the third. 9-11 wouldn't be the second attack anymore. Well, e- <clears throat> 9-11 isn't even the third attack anymore because there's another attack. This is even bigger. Hmm. 5,000 Americans dead um, off the coast of North Carolina. Not all in one shot over the course of, um, I forget the amount of time, maybe a month, maybe several weeks. Um, German U boats actually made it over here. They made it all the way over here. And just a few hundred feet off the shores of North Carolina, eight German U boats, eight sunk 500 American ships. And we lost 5,000 people off the coast of North Carolina 1941, I believe it is. Um, 5,000 dead. No, people will say, Well, Brian, you say they fake events all the time, you say fake war history. Bah, 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 bah. Uh, I did a video on this about a year and a half ago, two years ago. And I showed footage of scuba divers actually going to the bottom and looking through wreckage of ships off the coast of North Carolina. There's really ships wrecked down underneath the. It's insane. And nobody's ever heard of Torpedo Alley and 5,000 Americans dead. And again, nobody's ever heard of this. This was never mentioned. And I also have video of uh, the explosions going off in the water. There's this video of you can see the sky lighting up. It's like, it's insane. 5,000 Americans dead, 500 chips lost. Nobody's ever heard of it.
0: Is that buried information or is that Mandela information? Is like, how do you differentiate between
1: the two? Well, I mean, even the locals, all the locals I know have never heard of it. You know, I don't think it's buried information because the reason it's not buried information, here's how you can tell. The footage I've showed, right? So... Nobody knew about this when I started talking about it a couple years ago, right? Mm-hmm. Nobody knew about it. But at the footage I've shown, it goes way back retroactively. It's been—it's been, it's been uh, some of the videos I've shown were up on YouTube like seven, eight, nine years ago of scuba divers going down to this wreck. It's like retroactively coming in, kind of like the Ed McMahon footage you did after. <clears throat> it's insanity.
0: As soon as you said torpedo alley, my brain's like, I'm familiar with that. But yeah. I don't know if I am, or maybe if I am, I am through you. But Torpedo Alley sounded familiar to me.
1: Yeah, you might be. And then, of course, there's all the changes to some of the other stuff. Like, um, well, the Hindenburg disaster now had almost 70 survivors and only like 30-something deaths. What am I reality? They all died. The thing blew up in the sky. Uh, also, JFK has many changes besides just the four people versus now there's six in the car. This is a film was always shot in color now. Now there was always audio that went along with it. Um, what Oswald was wearing. He used to I remember him wearing a white t-shirt coming out of the courthouse. Now he's wearing a sweater with a long sleeve shirt and a collar underneath it. Lots of lots of historical changes.
0: I watched a video, I'm not sure if it's accurate, but I watched a video where it looked like the driver turned around and shot him in the head. Yeah. Have you seen this video? Yeah, I have. So is it possible that a major event And or Mandela is like say. Say the Kennedy thing. Was how do I even put this?
1: I think it's a I think it's a hoax. It's fake fake imagery and everything, but still Mandela affected. That's my take. But go ahead. What were you gonna say?
0: Well, an event so powerful in time that it or pivotal to a narrative that it changes mm-hmm. like, like a save point mm-hmm. and such a used save point that, you know, to, to sort of restart, we restart from here. Yeah. Like, a like a, I guess save point would be the best way to put it. Like, because there's been so many specific changes with regards to Kennedy, it's like, we've rebooted numerous times from that point forward up until Kennedy. Maybe. We're good. Mm-hmm. You know, and then we do some subtle changes here, subtle changes there. But it's like a save point in the game because there's like hundreds of Kennedy changes, assassinations.
1: Yeah, it's insane. There's tons of changes. My God, you know, I don't get into a lot of the smaller ones because I'm trying to, you know, hit new people with the bigger ones and stuff. But there's a lot of, a lot of changes to that. There's two women in the car now. There weren't two women in the car. Give me a break, dude. The car is this whole divider now. It's so insane, man.
0: Who's the second woman?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, the, the governor's wife's in the car now. Oh.
0: My brain just took governor it down, Connelly though. I'm like, the I'm like, I see her. Right? But I can't see her. It,
1: it, it used to be Jackie and Kennedy in the back, the governor in the front seat, and the agent driving. Now there's two agents. One's driving, one's in the front seat. Governor Connolly and his wife are in what they call the jump seats <laughs> with that other stupid divider there. And then Kennedy and his wife are in the back. Yeah. Secret Service does a reenactment through the streets of Dallas to study the crime scene. They do it with the four seater. (laughs) The debunkers will tell us, well, there's nothing fishy there. They just uh, they couldn't get Lincoln to make them another car. Yeah. okay. U.S. government couldn't get Lincoln to make them another car to uh, advertise free for them. And then a JFK recreation. Yeah, sure. Makes sense.
0: Uh, That's one of the things, too. Um, I mean, the amount of similarities between Kennedy and Lincoln. Um, mm-hmm. the two presidents, I mean, Lincoln that,
1: Mandela effect, Mandela effect with Lincoln.
0: Yeah. I would assume. And and it's interesting. Like, you know, uh, Lincoln's secretary was Kennedy Kennedy secretary was Lincoln. You know, there was names and this, that, and there's like a ton of them. You can look into that. I, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. You know, I'm not going to bring that up, but, uh, but yeah. What, uh, what is the, and it's,
1: and it's like, a it's, it's, Oh, well, with, with, uh, Lincoln, yeah. <laughs> well, so it's not just history, and it's not just this and that. It's also famous historical speeches have changed. Abe's Abe Lincoln's most famous historical speech is obviously the Gettysburg Address. I'm going to lead your, your audience into a question. Okay,
2: sure.
1: uh, I want you guys to finish the sentence: Four score and seven years ago, our and just I'll let everybody fill it in. I'll give them a second. Are you familiar with what would what would go there? I know you're not from America. So uh, you not if you would have stopped to it at many. four
0: score, I would have had seven years ago, but
1: <laughs> that's about as far as I went with that one. Well, okay. So here's
0: another thing. Here's well, a physical, here's a physical they, manifestation before you yeah. do finish that. You're talking about statues. They are pulling yeah. down all of the statues in Canada. They're taking down the statues of who we thought were, you know, our you know, John McDonald was a leader. Nah, 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 nah. They're saying because he owned slaves, he was a piece of shit. So we're rewriting history. So, what they're actually doing regardless of anything is they are legitimately rewriting history. So there's a Mandela effects changing history and there's a, there's a physical aspect of this reality rewriting history. So it's almost like somebody's programming. This is me programming uh,
2: mm-hmm.
0: where we are. And then it's also like the, there's like, okay, the mechanics that are inside here now go, go fix mm-hmm. that too. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So back to your story
1: four score and seven years ago our forefathers that's what the word was for me in fact that's the only reason i ever used the word forefathers was from the gettysburg address is such an odd word I'm not saying it didn't exist elsewhere but forefathers became very famous because the gettysburg address Absolutely. he's never said that now now he just says father now he just says four score and seven years ago our fathers not our forefathers it's a big change big change for me, huge change
0: because even up here, I'm, I'm familiar with the term forefather.
1: Yeah,
0: doesn't understand why I wouldn't be.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, residue for that Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. I think part of the second one, I think there's a sequel. It has, they have like an Abe Lincoln guy, he comes out of like the phone booth and he says forefathers. Uh, great residue right there.
0: The uh, the new Bill and Ted's was pretty funny too. I wasn't expecting much
1: from it, but I, I actually did. really enjoyed it. Yeah, I didn't see it. <laughs> if you get around to
0: it, it's a it's it, you know, a, as a memory, it's like them making an Encino Man 2 now, you know? That'd be funny. Um, I, I think Hollywood's dead though, for the most part. Like there's just nothing left. Um, but that's all part of it too. I don't know. I mean, I mean, you and I could go on for hours and hours and hours about this sort of stuff, but uh, you know, we 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 ran about two hours with an intermission. Oh, let me just say we went two and a half right. hours. Holy Juniper. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah. Um yeah i don't know i'm i uh i i it's not that i'm running out of things to talk about but let's save it for episode five
1: (laughs) yeah man whenever you want you got to come over on my show soon too i want to you know came over once right did i did i interview you once did you come over for an awakening interview you did right yeah yeah you did i
0: don't know how well it turned out because my sound was all screwy at the time but we can certainly do another another one of those interviews plus you have like panels you have people out there that I would be more than willing to jump on one of your panels and, and do some
1: conversation. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I'd like, I'd like you to come on with like me and another person or whatever. Yeah, it'd be cool.
0: I'm down. I'm always available. Well, not always available. But for you, more often than not. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: All right, brother. Cool. So um, I am... Oh, good timing too. I'm getting a warning that my camera's about to drop. Um, so I am uh, good to go for that. But I want to know where, uh, where are we sending our audience to you i'm going to have your links and everything put in the description but where should people check you out
1: cool so my main channel on youtube is where you'll find most of my content i'm just not live streaming there now because i have two strikes so uh if you go there you can find my live con- all my old content it's brian s stavely on youtube anything else that goes up on youtube i do add it to my playlist that does display on that channel so whether i do it on karen's channel or one of my backup channels It'll display on my main channel, but the easiest way to find me anywhere, Brian S. Stavely on YouTube, also on Twitch, also on DLive, and also on Twitter. Same exact screen name for my main account on all those platforms. And Facebook, Brian S. Stavely. Um, For my YouTube backup channels, when I do do live shows like I did last night, there's a channel called Brian Stavely 3, and there's another channel called The Dose of Reality Show. And if anybody wants to email me, you can email me at unveilingthisrealm at gmail.com. If you want to send me Mandela effect residue, or if you want to maybe hit me up for an interview or anything like that, that's uh basically where you can find me. I'm, I'm doing, I'll, I'll, I'm trying to do multi-streams to Twitch D live and YouTube as much as I can. Basically is what I'm doing. Amazing. Oh, also Odyssey. An archive of my videos is on Odyssey because YouTube deletes so much. So I'll make sure I pass that link to you. That's a good place to find about 800 of my videos.
0: I do want that. I do want that cuz I want to look into Odyssey as well for my own hosting. Yes. Um amazing. So we've
1: oh, got we are we are you need to plug your stuff because again, we're going to air this on my channel. So where can people find you? Aha. Uh
0: I'm straightforward. I'm not plugging or promoting anything right now. Uh so everything that we're doing can be linked back through the mentalmasteryalliance.com. You can find out you can find us our Instagram and everything like that is through there. Uh, but yeah, if you guys are interested in anything I've said or anything you know, foremost on that for for Brian's channel, uh, I love you guys, and I will also jump into the comments once the video is up. I'll, I'll I may have time to, to to connect with you guys there. I don't know. Last time we almost sat through the live, we sat through, we did sit through one live stream to chat with people in the comments.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. But and I'm gonna do that tonight. You know, later tonight. I'm just not sure what time I'm gonna run a live multi-stream and show them the video and have a chat.
0: Awesome. Cool. I may be able to pop in through that as well. I'm not sure. I may be on Uncle duty tonight. Um, You should check out TikTok. I know it's a dumb app, but it your content is bite sized A lot of the times, you can talk about certain things and you can talk about it. You can push it out in under a minute, or you can do obviously a part one, two, three, four. But TikTok is garnishing a lot of eyes, Uh, and there's a lot of people talking about Mandela on TikTok. Yeah, you're not one of them, so. I think your voice should be up there. I love your voice. I love your opinion. Yeah. I love your research. I love Thank what you do. A mad respect for you,
1: for sure. Thank you, brother.
0: Um, and on that note, is there anything else you wanted to add to the show?
1: Uh, no, I think that's it. It's been a great show. Uh, that, that's it, man. Guys, if you guys want any of my other links, all you have to do is go to any of my YouTube videos and just look at the show notes. If you're like, oh, does he have this platform? Does he have that? To all my show notes so that's the only other thing i'll add
0: those notes will also be in this show as well so you'll be able to click on this and find him through that um ladies and gentlemen then in the infamous words of red green keep your stick on the ice